All right, you are tuning into the Diving Deep Show podcast, home of sports debates and elite takes. We know ball. This is episode number 100. Got a round of applause ourselves. Big hundo, man. Excited to be here. 100 episodes For, deep. Uh, and we have, a, yeah, we have a special guest. We got Mr. Joel Moran on the show today. Wrap it up, man. Legends. Appreciate you guys for having me on, man. Bro, it's super exciting. Like, I can't... Like I honestly get like goosebumps thinking about it, like because I look up, I look up to you. It's like when we first started this thing, mm-hmm. like you were one of the first podcasts like that we that I saw. I was like, man, these guys are doing it right. So it's just like you're making a blueprint yeah, right now. Like, uh, Rudy always told me about like kind of the influence that you you guys' show has had on our on ours and introduced me to y'all's podcast. And I would definitely consider myself a regular watcher, man. Like I, I watch a lot of y'all stuff. Like y'all are. Yeah, big ups to y'all, man. Y'all, y'all doing your thing over there. So shout out to y'all. Appreciate it. I like the background guys got going on over here. Thank you, sir. It's it's Chris kinda, Paul, Blake Griffin, the Cowboys, the Astros. A little bit of a random. It's mixture. yeah. It's <laughs> funny because some people are like, "You're a Rockets fan. Why do you have the uh, show? What is it? Clippers. Oh, yeah. Clippers. Uh, Their nickname, Lob City, Lob City Clippers. Yeah. I'm like, it's not yeah. mine. It was my brother's. So, so I put it up there. But yeah, so uh, just a little bit. I gotta ask, Rudy, are, are you the only one that's been here for all a hundred? Yeah, yeah. I missed Have you been like, on every episode. Oh, I missed like two episodes, but yeah. That's what I was thinking because I, I came in at like forty, fifty, something like that. So, yeah, I was gonna ask you guys just real quick, what's been your favorite moment so far? Favorite moment, man. It was really yeah. cool inviting Adam to the show. Like I know for a oh, while yeah. there, we were he was just like yeah. a friend of ours. He would he was really supportive. And then like, hey, why not just have him on? Have him on weekly, and that was just really dope. Getting that fourth person was he after Julio or before Julio? He was after he was Julio. After. Yeah, that was you he know was created our core four. So I thought that was a pretty cool moment. Man. Yeah, mine funniest moment was when we were debating the Dak Prescott top five and. When Juan was sitting next to me, oh lord, yeah, that was that was funny. Oh. Another cool moment was when we first because you've like created something, Joel, and we've had literally all four of your co-hosts on our show. So when the first mm-hmm. time we had Riv on was and like, John. yeah, and John. And, yeah, and I was including him, yeah, and John. So when we just having all those guys on, that was dope. That was really yeah. Cool. I seen I seen John on here last week. Yeah, I John is he cool, was, bro. John, like, John's I, really, he's like he's really funny, funny man. He's a funny guy. But I'm I, for real. If I'd have called him like or texted him like ten minutes before today, I feel like he would have been like, if you could have done it, he probably would have because he came up ah, clutch. Yeah. yeah, he's that type of guy, man. John, he's been a uh, our producer slash editor for a while, like a pick aside, like uh, for a while. And as of recently, when we were able to get him on the show, we get him on the show, and people love him, man. People love John. Man, it's knowledgeable. Nah, yeah, he definitely has a lot of knowledge. <laughs> Adam, you got a specific moment? No, nah, yeah, definitely the the me being brought in as an official member that was definitely huge and uh, one of my best moments. Funny stuff. I just always it's just everything that repeats in my head when I think of like funniest moments is definitely just Rudy's out outlandish takes <laughs> that come up every once in a while. I mean, I just say what I feel. I mean, the blown, Stand up, on the, the blown up TikToks are always funny, like with our lists and stuff. That was really dope. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <sighs> Man, I moments. think TikTok is the best and worst place to have oh, yeah. a video do great numbers. I think 
that and probably Instagram. I think Instagram's comment section is probably one of the most dumbest that I that I've ever read. Damn, it's worse than TikToks because TikTok is really bad, really? bro. Yeah, I think I don't know, man. TikTok is definitely a mixed bag. You can definitely run into some good comment sections. Mm-hmm. With Instagram, it just feels like everything is so vague. Like we posted this uh, video today, and it was like, "Yo, like who has a better career? Who had a better career, Dwayne Wade or Dirk?" Mm-hmm. And you know, we went like with, with Dirk, right? And People are just commenting, oh, my God, this is such a horrendous take, bro. This is such a hot take. And I'm like, oh, my God, bro. It doesn't matter what way you lean. Like, I don't think it's a hot take saying, like, Dirk is better than Wade. It's not that, like, serious. It's not, and you're always going to get hundreds of comments of people like, how do these people have a podcast? Who gave these guys mics? I hate that comment, bro. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's weird. And that's something I I notice a lot that – um. It's only like within certain industries that that happens. Like, for example, if somebody is a musician and they have a lot of fans like for for their music, you know, their comment sections aren't filled with like people saying their music sucks. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to like sports podcasting, it doesn't matter if you're under like first takes comment sections or undisputeds or, you know, whatever show Nick Wright is on. I think it's like the morning show. You know, they are like at the top of the industry and all their top comments are about like how much they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. It's just constantly people trying to discredit them in this little industry we got going on here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's me and they're saying they don't know what they're talking about. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that annoy me are the ones where we'll, we'll have a video of like the four of us and we all have four drastically different opinions on something. And yeah. they're like, oh, they that was a terrible shit. take. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait, which one? Yeah, like, yeah. This is a this is a zero or one debate, and either you're on one side or the other. LMA, like, this guy knows nothing what he's talking about. Like, who are you talking about, brother? There's five <laughs> people talking in the video. Who are you talking about? Or it'll yeah, be like clear. everybody into one person. It's, yeah, because it'll be like Jason mm-hmm. like telling me, "No, you're wrong," and everyone says, "Y'all are all wrong." Like, well, what? Yeah, what? I, I said that. Yeah. Like, I agree, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so uh, let's get into it, man. This first topic is called under the radar NBA players this season that can make a big jump going into next season and I, I really want to go cuz I don't know if I, I want to I don't want mine to get stolen go so for it. I'm going to just say it man Shaden Sharp bro this guy has been balling when he's gotten the chance uh when uh Simons went down and obviously Dame got shut down he's been averaging like 25 6 and 5 over the last 5 or 6 games I think he had one stinker in there but I mean that's mm-hmm. expected for a guy that hadn't he's been so playing young. Yeah, two. I think he went two years without playing. So, all, all the credit to him. I think he can be a mainstay guy for them if they do move on from Damian Lillard. I don't know about the Simon situation. I think he's good there too. You know, Jeremy Grant probably won't be there. Nurkage. I feel like they could. I don't know if he's a guy that you build around, but he's definitely a guy that you look at and be like, okay, we got something here with this guy. He has like special talent. Like you yeah. just don't see a lot in this. In this, I know in this NBA, it's hard to say that because the talent is at an all-time high but even he just kind of goes beyond that with his athleticism and his explosiveness as a player and thankfully you know regardless of the years he took off it hasn't seemed to slow his game down at all because you still see that explosiveness ability and he he definitely in the flashes in the little bit that we have seen he has shown the ability to be a special player Yeah, I think that's a good one. Shannon Sharp is somebody I was going to mention, but I think there are other guards within this draft class that deserve to be mentioned. I think probably will take big time jumps next season. I think Malachi Branham is one of those guys that 
He's just good, man. I love Malachi's game. He's just smooth. He reminds me a lot of Kara Savert, and I think he could take a big-time jump next year. And I think Jaden Hardy. Jaden Hardy yeah. has shown flashes ready for Dallas. When he has the ball in his hands, I mean, he's an automatic 20 points, and I think next year he could have more of a carved-in role into the Mavericks rotation and possibly be their stamped-in six-man. I love Hardy a lot. I don't like the Mavericks, but I love Hardy. <laughs> I like that take. Adam, what names do you have? I, I said, like I said, I was talking about this with them before the podcast. I struggled a little bit this one. Under the radar is such a relative term. Like, what do you want to talk about? Uh, one guy that did come up to me that I think is probably the best answer I had down is Scotty Barnes. I feel like, you know, we, we are talking about a rookie of the year. So, you know, he did get the credit there, but he really did have a, what some people would call disappointing year. There wasn't really a jump anywhere statistically. He started the year struggling, kind of fell behind. Toronto as a whole kind of had a down year there. They've improved as a lately as, as Scotty Barnes. Um, and I think his playmaking is going up. He's looking, I just like his all around game entirely. And I think there's also that potential there where we don't know what Toronto is going to do this off season. There's always talk about, Hey, Siakam needs to go. They need to get something for Siakam, move him out. And if they do, it seems like the natural move then is okay. I guess Scotty Barnes is our number one. Let's run with him. And I think we could see um, a big jump from him when he becomes that number one player for that team, or if he becomes that number one player for the team. I remember saying like they had, they have so many wing players Mm -hmm. that it's kind of difficult for one to just show out unless your name is, you know, Pascal and he's more of a, you know, power forward, but I'm not going to see him. I don't know if I, what do you think? I I mean, I, I, I get like, what what do you mean though by that? So like, is he gonna return like to his all? Because you're talking about a guy who won the Rookie of the Year award. So like, what what are your expectations for Scotty Barnes next year? I mean, I guess like I said, I feel like it's this. I I said yeah, he won the Rookie of the Year. I feel like he went under the radar this season just by not making that jump okay. into Toronto, just being under the radar as a whole. But I mean, what are we looking at? Like a fifteen and four ish guy right now. I think he could definitely jump up into that. You know. 23 24 points a game is the number one guy i think that's a big jump i think i i honestly when i was thinking about this i really looked at that kind of like what gets you in as a most improved player and kind of thinking about it like in terms of that award and he's definitely a guy i could see fighting for that next year especially if he's the number one there and they don't have uh pascal siakam anymore. joel what are you thinking about um scotty barnes ceilings like do you do you think we've seen uh, uh, like the best we've had or just him being so young, how much better can Scotty Barnes be? I don't think we've seen the best, but coming out of the draft, Scotty Barnes to me, my comp for him was kind of like utility, utility, do it all forward that, you know, I thought at his peak, he'd be like a 15 to five and five guy. And obviously his rookie season, he surpassed that. And then the expectations went over the roof. And then in the second year, he's kind of looking like that utility player that like I scouted, like the player he is in the second year is the player that I thought he'd be coming out of the draft. And I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if Scotty Barnes just is like a very impactful role player. Like, I don't know if he has this like superstar quality to him because of his work ethic and for me, it all started back in the offseason when it felt like every time I was logging on Twitter that all I ever saw was him playing video games and him streaming. And I guess for me, it was a turnoff because I'm like, you know, going into your second season, you should probably want to have it more. And watching the Raptors play, it doesn't feel like he's he's assertive enough. And for me, 
that's a big thing, and that's a big red flag in a player. So Scotty Barnes, I think, is going to be a fine player, but I don't know if he's going to be this superstar or all-NBA-level performer. I think possibly an all-star, but I wouldn't be surprised if he caps out at like an 18-7-4 guy. I agree with that. I Honestly, I don't know if I can see even all-star. Like when I look at a guy, sometimes you, you can kind of tell this guy has like an all-star swag Qualities. to him. Yeah, quality, something like that. But I don't, I don't get that from him when I watch him play. I just see, like you said, a, a utility guy that's kind of solid all around, but he's not really asserting himself the way he potentially could. And that's why... You know, I like him, but I'm not going to be ever – I'm never going to be super high on I him. I like. see that because I kind of just see him as a player who is good at a lot but not elite at one specific thing, which you kind of need from, like, an all-star. Like, okay, he's damn good at this one aspect. Like, I just don't really see that from Scotty Barnes. But damn good at kinda a lot of Kind of reminds me of Jeremy Grant a little bit where you, like, there was high upside. We saw him in uh, Denver and even little flashes in OKC. And then, you know, he was supposed to be, like, an all-star level player and – he hasn't really gotten there. Never reached that. Yeah. Scotty Barnes for me is like an athletic Kyle Anderson. Oh, man. I'd, I'd rather have Kyle Anderson right now. You're crazy. Scotty Barnes is still Bro, slow-mo. <laughs> Kyle Anderson is he's, he's nice. I, no, I, he I love is that good. guy. He is good. He is good. I, I love slow-mo. But, yeah, I mean, Scotty Barnes, I don't know if he has that all-star intangible. And I think that this season is going to – the offseason is going to show a lot about him because as a rookie – he was praised. Everybody was defending him. They were calling him the next great player. And now in his second season, he's kind of getting that treatment that a lot of players get when they don't meet expectations. So if Scotty Barnes comes into the third, comes into his third season, and he's not that great of a player, then we'll know. You know, I think that th- this season should be a wake-up call for him that he has to put in more work than he probably thought he had to before. And Based on his third season, I think we can make a, a pretty more accurate projection on what he can be in the future. I think that's spot on because this isn't like a, a Laurie Mark in a situation where he's not getting the opportunity. Like he, It's right there for him. He may not be the first option, but he's getting plenty of play time, plenty of opportunity. So I think I think we're all kind of in agreement of, I mean, outside of Adam, maybe he does make that jump to higher stats, but I still probably wouldn't be pushing him up to like, all-star or star player or a number one on a team. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say Mark Williams, Adam. Can you hear me? That's, I tried to stick away. I feel like the – yeah, no, I can hear you. I, I tried to stay away from those kind of like going to be second-year guys. I feel like that's kind of like easy to call them under the radar at the moment. That's true. But, yeah, no, that's a – I would hope to see a jump out of him. But the big thing with the Hornets too is like – I don't know how our draft's going to go, and if we get a really good player in the draft, Mark Williams is instantly overshadowed by that next guy that comes in. And there was a few guys I kind of felt like that. Yeah, that's true. Ah, so you're a Hornets fan. I am a Hornets fan, yes, unfortunately. Okay. Only Hornets fan I know. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm the only one. You know? Well, you're the only Chargers fan I know. This is true. That's, that's also true, true. yeah. Uh, so uh, there was a name I was going to say, not to be biased, but and I, y'all can call me out on it if maybe if I am being biased because I don't know if it's just a Josh Christopher is no it? I don't know if it's a product of just him, him starting <laughs> no KJ Martin I think like he kind of does it all I, he's not special at anything other than like his athleticism but he's like a hustle guy but he KJ Martin's good 
If you go look at his PRAs on whatever you're betting on, like it's up there, like 24 and a half, 20. Like you know he's going to get those numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he's flying under the radar. But do, does anyone have you any other names? I had, um, Singu- yeah. I had a really under the radar name, Christian Brown. He's I had, good. I had, um, just I, I've watched a good amount of Denver Nuggets this year, and whenever he he he's just on a really good team, he's not getting much burn. But you give you a nice six seven wing. He's really mobile. He's got, he he got some bunnies, man. He's got some really nice posters within this past week. Decent thirty seven percent three point shooter. He's only getting like about ten minutes a game. Just again, he's on a contender. He's a rookie, but he's shown defensive flashes with his size and mobility. Per thirty six looks really good. I don't love per thirty six for the most part, but in this case, when you're looking at a player who is you know just overshadowed by other players that's on a team that's contending for a championship. You, you, per 36 can be valuable in situations like that. But Christian Brown is a player who, whenever I watch the Denver Nuggets, I'm just getting sound basketball play from a six, seven wing that can stretch the floor and be pretty versatile defensively. I like that name. Uh, every time I, he's always doing something like he's yeah getting his hands on the, on the basketball and like he's athletic as hell. So I think the Nuggets got one over there. Hey, I, I know all the Canadians got me when we post this clip, though. Yeah, they probably do. They probably oh, do. They go, them Raptor fans, them Raptor fans do not yeah. play, man. They bookmarked that TikTok, man. <laughs> what TikTok did he bookmark? It, it was, was it was a uh, topic we did before the season after the Mitchell trade, and we were discussing who would be better, Cavs or Raptors. And we were just called complete idiots for the fact that we took the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> I think Rudy was the only one with the yeah, Raptors. They were calling y'all. Me and my boy were Cavs, and, yeah, I haven't really heard much from them since. <laughs> Basically, That's how it goes. Yeah, and all I said was that I think they match up well and they could possibly beat them. I mean, I still I'm, think – I, I, I The Cavs clear them. I don't think they'll win. You're still holding on. No, I don't think they'll win, but I think, you know, if Toronto comes to play, they're well-coached, got experience. Like They got to get out there playing first. I know man. that. I don't know. But all right, so speaking of teams like that, maybe that team comes up. Most disappointing teams this season. Joel, let, let, let's hear from you. I think in the Western Conference it has to be the Dallas Mavericks for how – their season is has really turned for the worse. Trading for Kyrie Irving, I don't think Kyrie's a problem like everybody's trying to make it out to seem like, at least people that already disliked Kyrie previously. I don't think he's the issue, and I don't think Luka's the issue either. I think that everybody's trying to rush to blame somebody, and Luka as a leader put the blame on, on himself, but you have a lot of these takes coming out now that you know Luka can't play with star players and he's not compatible with that type of play style, but Jalen Brunson and him were just fine. Jalen Brunson and him made the Western Conference Finals. It was not Luka's fault Jalen Brunson left. Jalen Brunson would have stayed. He loved it in Dallas. But it was the Mavericks' refusal to sign Brunson prior to the 21-22 season to a four-year $55 million deal or $56 million deal. So for me... I think that Luka can play with other stars. It's just this roster is not very good. They don't have a starting center. Dwight Powell's not a starting center. They were relying heavily on a third-year player in Josh Green who still has some refinement to do. And then you lost Dorian Finney-Smith, who was 
more than just a defender, I think he was a great locker room guy and a great glue guy for their team and somebody who kind of set the tone and from an energy standpoint night to night. So the Dallas Mavericks definitely, I think, are a disappointing team. In the Eastern Conference, it's really hard to pinpoint one team that's kind of disappointing. I think maybe you can say the Bulls, but even they went on a late surge uh, to end off the season. I would honestly say that, and I had this take before the season, that when the Cavaliers traded for Donovan Mitchell, everybody was laughing at the Knicks for not pulling the trigger on the trade and for missing out on Mitchell. But when the Knicks didn't trade for him and he did go go to Cleveland, I said, listen, the losers in this deal are the Hawks, the Raptors, the Bulls, all those teetering middle-of-the-pack teams in the East all lost because the Cavaliers just jumped them. And the Knicks, with Jalen Brunson, a guy that everybody called overpaid, they're the fifth seed in the, in the Eastern Conference. And all those other teams like Atlanta, the Raptors, even the Bulls, they feel stuck. They feel directionless. So I think all those teams, you can group into that disappointing category, especially the Hawks, given they traded three yeah. first-round picks for DeJounte Murray, and it really hasn't brought them much success. Yeah, I was going to bring up the Hawks just, again, like you said, trading those three picks for somebody who, you, if you trade a player, trade that kind of draft compensation for a player, you're expecting that to kind of change your franchise, and you're damn near the same team you were last year. As far as like your talent goes, your ability to compete with other teams. I know they're not exactly the same team, but I mean, we're looking at what first round exit at best. At best. Yeah. I mean, same thing could happen as last last season. Yeah. Man, I'm I I feel some type of way because the whole Luca thing, obviously we're gonna go on in circles about this every episode, it seems. But I feel like he deserves the blame. When you're the best player, my favorite player, James Harden, that's all he got was the blame. But is that and, is that sorry to cut you off? Is that how fine. you actually feel it should be, or is that you just being petty because every Harden, other player has Harden always got gotten the blame? But I, but okay, so is that just you like, oh well, he should get it? But is that actually how you feel about the situation? Do you genuinely feel like Luca deserves the bulk of the blame? <clears throat> I have said before, like I know he can go out there and. I guess elevate his teammates. I mean, I know he's a really, he's a good passer. He's a good player. He, I just I don't I, I don't know. Like I feel like James Harden is a was a more selfless player, and it doesn't make sense because he's probably led the league in isolations for how many years or whatever. I, it probably sounds like nonsense, but there was I watched damn near I watch I probably watch every Rockets game ever during that stretch with Harden, and he always made the right play. He could he could get sit back and let other guys get going at times. Like, when Chandler Parsons was there, he had... Like, is Chandler Parsons, that version of Chandler Parsons, as good as, like... He got Chandler Parsons paid. Yeah. I mean... Chandler Parsons did get injured, though, after he got after he got paid. He did. But, I mean, like, what level of player was Chandler Parsons that Harden was making things work with him and Dwight Howard? That first year, I get the year after that, didn't really work out. But that year we had them, we were good. Like, we were damn good. We just got unlucky when Dame knocked us out. I just, I don't know. I think Chandler Parsons is better than any wing the Mavericks have currently on the roster. Kyrie? So wing. wing. Oh, wing, wing. Okay. I just feel like you get a player of his caliber, Kyrie. The blame doesn't, I would, like you said last week, I wouldn't put the blame on Kyrie. I don't know how Adam feels. We just heard from Joel. I, I, don't, I just don't understand why 
it's wrong I feel like he's to getting put, a pass. Yeah, like I'm not I don't hate the guy. I just want to see him not necessarily get slandered. I know I joke about you it, but feel I feel like just, he's held to a different standard. Yeah, it's held he's yeah. He just gets that pass and I I kinda get annoyed by it because they're not even gonna make the playoffs most likely and that's it's embarrassing, honestly. But do you think that Luca's getting a pass? I do. I don't know if he's getting a pass. I think that everybody's come out and basically bashed him for not. You for think not they bash him or they bashing Kyrie most? I've seen bashing Jason nah, Kidd. I think, I think they're bashing him. I saw a clip of Stephen A. Smith talking about Luca, how this is his fault. I've seen um, I think Kendrick Perkins calling out Luca. He called out Kyrie too. I, I think that. You know, I agree with what Jason said. You know, is it how you feel or is it just you want him to be held to the same standard as James Harden? Because I think while when James Harden was in Houston and dominating and he didn't get the respect he deserved, I was front and center clamoring for his name to be cheered from the rafters. And just because I know they slandered James Harden, I'm not going to be biased and say they should do it to Luka too. I think that comes from like, the stat padding argument with Russell Westbrook versus Jokic, you know, when Kendrick Perkins comes out and says, well, you did it to Russell Westbrook. So, you know, why is it a problem doing it to Jokic? You know, I don't think it was very fair for either of those players to get bashed for triple doubles. So that's why for, for Luca, like a star player can only do so much. Like Luca is doing what he can. He's averaging what he's averaging 30, eight and eight. Night to night, he's doing it efficiently. The Mavericks' offense is not the issue. The Mavericks are a top-five offense in the NBA, and since the trade with Kyrie, they've been a top-four offense in the NBA. Their problem is defensively, and you can point to Luka's defense and say that's an issue, of course, but you know, for the last three years when they, the Mavericks have been in the playoffs, when they lost to the Clippers in, in those first two, the first two times in the first round, nobody was talking about how Luka's defense is going to be such a big issue. Then this past playoff run when he made the conference finals, nobody was bashing Luka's defense after the conference finals. So I think that now that it's convenient that they're losing and it's easy to pinpoint the blame on one guy, he's getting bashed for all of his flaws and now people are kind of negating everything else that he does great, which is his highs are, I'm talking about he's a top four player in the world at his best. I can can respect that rebuttal. But okay, so slander aside, I feel like... I saw Harden do more with, honestly, just about the same, if not less, than what Luca has. So, and, and the reason why I keep bringing that up, and I'm sure I'm annoying at this point, but it's because he got com- Luca came into the league and he got compared to like LeBron and Harden like immediately. Mm-hmm. And I'm always, I've always been like up until you know we've seen him go crazy these past few years. Just calm down, guys. Like he's not there already. So that was my issue. So I'm like, if y'all gonna praise him already like this. I'm going to just hold him to the same standard as James Harden in terms of playoff success and everything. So it's well, not like he's already a better playoff player than James Harden. Pretty easily, comfortably. Like comfortably. Oh, no. I mean, I know his playoff moments no. stick out you like got, sore you thumbs. You got to concede that, man. You got to concede uh, that. I've seen no, I, I, I go and I watch playoff games and I know Luka's going to drop 30 or 40. With James Harden, I'm like, shit, is he going to fucking show up? I don't know. I feel you. The Spurs series, the first time he faced the Warriors. And even if uh, Cardin's first WCF in 2015, it was him, Dwight Howard, Trevor Reza, Patrick Beverly. I mean, man, that sounds awfully like Jalen Brunson and Tim Hardaway Jr. And it, I, I don't know. To me, this it's similar to your rosters. 
I think I I know Kyrie wasn't there the whole season. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm just wrong then, I guess. I think you're just wrong. But that made them worse. Like that's the difference. It's supposed to make them better though, right? Like I mean, like oh, they got Kyrie now, but like look what they gave up for Kyrie. Awesome. Yeah. At the same key, time, key like, guys, man. I, so you think it's Kyrie's not working, Adam? Great. No, it's not. It's obviously not working. Kyrie's playing great, but they gave up too much to get him. It's not really Kyrie's fault. And then you also have the issue that every time Kyrie Irving has the ball, Luka Doncic doesn't have the ball, which is good sometimes when Luka's tired. But most of the time, that's not a good thing. Most of the time, I'd rather have the ball in Luka Doncic's hand because he's going to make the right decision significantly more than Kyrie Irving has. This is the same issue I had with Kyrie Irving when he was in Brooklyn and James Harden was there. They didn't play a lot together, but when I watched them play together, that was my favorite season of James Harden's career because he was just an incredible facilitator running the offense. But then every time, you know, because Kyrie's there, he's got to give up the ball to him, and then Kyrie's just over there dribbling around in circles for 20 seconds, and James Harden's not there making the right play, and that's the issue I think they're running into again. Ultimately, it just sucks that the Mavericks traded – Finney Smith and Dinwiddie for Kyrie, but ultimately it all stems from mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson leaving. <clears throat> you know, this Mavericks team could still have Brunson and Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney Smith with Josh Green's ascension and Jaden Hardy improving and Luca, and they would just have to fill the center void at that point. And I think just losing Brunson stems from like that is the beginning of their issues because I think Porzingis being traded was fine and people that love to hype up Porzingis just don't watch him play enough because he's not winning in Washington. They just they just got eliminated. He's not doing anything in Washington. He's not contributing to a winning basketball team anyway. But the core of Brunson and Luca, I thought that was something that they could have built off of, and it's just unfortunate. And Mark Cuban came out today and basically blamed Rick Brunson, Jalen Brunson's dad for them not signing Brunson. And I think it was just so stupid because they, they could have definitely signed Brunson. They had multiple chances and they just, they just failed to do so. Yeah. I did see that earlier. I didn't, I just think Mark Cuban's talking. I don't think Mark Cuban's very, yeah. yeah. A lot of Mavericks fans are calling for him to be out, but we know owners are not going to fire themselves. So he ain't going nowhere. He got a one chip. Yeah. In a minute. Definitely not. I've been watching Success- Succession for the mm. past couple of days. It's a great show. Yes, sir. Yeah. Right, what season are you on right now? I'm caught up to date. I just watched the mm. most recent one yesterday. Yeah. Man. I'm on season one still. I'm still watching it. Adam, okay. Adam it's, it's told good. me about that show many times. And man, I'm like three episodes. Just in. Does it, is it a slow start for everybody? Or is that just a little me? Bit. A okay. little bit. Okay. It wasn't super slow for me, but it's a little slow start. But it it's by far the best show on TV. They nailed this last season. Hmm. It might be one of the best of all time. Yeah, man. I'm at the well, I'm not gonna spoil it, so I'm I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. But I don't know what you are talking about right <laughs> it's now. It's a show on HBO <laughs> called Succession. Top tier TV show. What's it about? Yeah. yeah. Uh like business like just guy. know I'm I'm at the point where Kendall is uh his plan didn't work. Yeah, that's a good one. That's really yeah. get to that part, Jason, and you'll you'll sail. Is that like middle of the, of the season, end of the season? Yeah, it's like episode like six, six okay. or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, because I, I literally watched like maybe three episodes, and I'm like, man, this might not be for me, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Should I try to watch it? You suck at watching shows. It's my <laughs> fault, bro. It's not my fault. When you have kids, it's kind of based off I like the Murdoch family, which they're just like family that's in charge of a like giant media billions and billions of dollar corporation and who's going to take over after the father because he's like 90 years old yeah 
I might check it out if I can I'll figure out a way. What are you talking about? Check it out, man. But uh, <laughs> Would a Luca hater have this, though? <clears throat> I know y'all see this. <laughs> I can't even see that. It's, no, it's, it's, it's so <laughs> small. <laughs> Um, one of the teams that I had though, back uh, to the back to the topic, I had the Portland Trailblazers. Really? You don't think so? Given last know. year, but we get, said we I, going sorry, in, go going into the season, you you're expecting Anthony Simons to just get better and better. He's shown flashes last year. You bring in Jeremy Grant, just again, who's just <laughs> been getting better as his career has been progressing. Uh, you're getting a healthy Damian Lillard back, and if I told you at the like if like oh I'm from the future. Damian Lillard just had his highest scoring average all NBA type season. You're getting career years from both Anthony Simons and Jeremy Grant in in terms of uh, scoring. You would like to think that team is at least in near playing territory, right? They were a top seed. They were. So, I don't know how that helps. What you're saying, but I'm just saying they were like a number two or one seed at one mm-hmm. point. I'm just saying, like given all those factors. Uh, again, to start the season, I know he didn't finish the season there, but you have Josh Hart, a very sound role player. Yusuf Nurkic, don't love him, but again, a very solid, solid role player. But just given the fact that Damian Lillard, just for what he's shown in his career for the most part, he takes his team to the playoffs just every year. And with seven games to go, they're, they were already conceding, like, all right, we're shutting him down next year. After an amazing season from Damian Lillard, Pretty good seasons in Anthony Simons. I know the fit wasn't there. But they've also been hurt. So what are you disappointed in? Because of the way they started? I, I, that that seven games out the playoffs, or with seven games to go, they're just conceding. Like, that was just... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I love... I, I didn't love that. I, I really love didn't. Dame, but I, and I'll go to bat for him, but I didn't expect anything. I don't remember I what I said. I was expecting a play-in appearance. Like, I, I would have I thought they'd be better than Utah... And I probably would have thought they'd be better than OKC. Yeah, absolutely. Would have thought they would have been better than OKC into this year. Were Were you disappointed in the Blazers at all this this year, Joel? Uh, I wasn't. I I knew the Blazers were going to be a playing team. So them Mm -hmm. falling a a bit below that was not to me like oh like shit. I I couldn't envision this happening because you know ultimately I didn't think the roster stacked up. But I can understand where you're coming from because they did have career years from Simons, Grant, and Dame, and they weren't able to win games, and they did start off well. And I think it's just a misutilization of some of the players, like Josh Hart getting traded and then thriving with Mm -hmm. the Knicks. I think a team – I'm surprised. I don't know if you're going to mention this, Adam, so I'm not going to, you know, say any more teams because I want to hear what team you thought – I mean, you were disappointed in. It's – it's really interesting to me because I feel like there's a bunch of teams that I would be disappointed in like a month ago that we're now not disappointed in. And the play in kind of helps with that because there's teams in the 10th seed and lower that, you know, were not decided on their fate. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I feel like if you ask Viva, like, are you disappointed in the Lakers season? I mean, how do you feel about that? Because now they're making this surge and a push. But at the same time, did you really expect to be the seventh team? the struggles you've had and everything like that uh going I, I going i want to say so going into the season I, I did not have high hopes for us but obviously we okay. basically have a whole new roster than we did at the beginning of the season but no i, I mean i've been very vocal i was mm-hmm. not high on the lakers at all going into this season that's fair i think i had the lakers yeah, at like there's a lot of at like 50 wins or something mm-hmm. yeah. 50 wins there's a lot of trade hey, it wasn't 65 i'll tell you too. that i ain't no injury <laughs> 
<laughs> like the Suns might have been a disappointment until they made the KD trade or like the Nets were a disappointment, but then they got rid of their guys. And so it's kind of like a weird, like, are they a disappointment or are they not? Yeah. You know, what's crazy though. I think the Suns, even before they got KD, they were first in the West for a while until D book went down. And that's true. Knowing what we know now, given how open the West is, even if the Suns didn't have KD and they had Mikel still and Cameron Johnson, I'm not sure we're not talking about them as a top three team to make, make it out the West. You think Mikel's doing what he's doing in Phoenix? I think Mikel was trending that way. He's not averaging 27, but I think that he was definitely going to average 18 to 20 to end the year. And Mikel Bridges, when D-Book was out, was averaging 22 points for like a 15-game stretch that I thought was sustainable. And that's why when he got traded to Brooklyn, I thought that he was going to break out into like an actual 20-point-per-game score. He's exceeded my expectations, but I, I thought the Suns were getting over overlooked for sure because – People just point to them being a fluke and then automatically dismiss anything they do good. And I thought they were one of those teams that, no, they're still a great team if they stay together. I'm surprised none of you guys mentioned Minnesota. Yeah. It's, um, it's one, hard. A lot of you, people you, really your your highest paid trade. player was like out the entire season. And that's something you when that you too. make a drastic change to your roster – you kind of need all your guys together to see how, okay, we're running with two centers now. We kind of need our guys together to see how that's going to work. So I can, I'm not, you know, if you, if you would have told me that before the season, I'm like, okay, yeah, they'll probably be a playing team again. So I kind of, I kind of credit that to, you know, cat missing a good amount. Bro, like just talking about the, what about the Warriors? Uh, I mean, I, expect, on the I, had, road. I had them, Winning the chip again at first, then I picked the Clippers. But I still expected them to be title contenders. But thinking about the Timberwolves, I was smiling because we had the topic we had on them once they traded for Gobert. That's when Julio was saying that Cat was going to drop off and be a Christian Wood. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, man, I don't know. For the Timberwolves, I just they're one of those teams that after I saw that trade, I didn't want to really say too much on them. Because I feel like you're the only guy that was going for Edwards. Like, we all said maybe it's time for Cat. The writing's on the wall that he's not going to be the, their guy. And I think even though it's unfortunately due to injury, like, we're kind of seeing that. I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't want to say whether I think they should – what they should do with their roster, but I wouldn't yeah. be opposed to looking at deals for Cat. Joel, you were very high on Minnesota, were you not? So how are you feeling? I know recently they've had some pretty bad stinkers that I've – also seen Minnesota fans who were aren't too down on them just because apparently their whole team got sick, so that led to some ugly performances. But some of these losses are like inexcusable. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. I think that the the disappointing part is the inconsistency. Them losing to the Rockets, them losing to the Hornets, them losing to the to the Pistons. I mean, they lose to these teams that just suck. The the Blazers. Like they shouldn't be losing, and if they would have, if they would win these gimmies, and I think they're comfortably a top six seed in the West. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm not disappointed in them too much, outside of their, like their lack of like effort issues and on a game to game basis at times, is that Jaden McDaniels took a leap into an All NBA defender. Anthony Edwards is an All Star. Um, they got rid of D'Lo for Mike Conley, who's going to be there next year. 
Kyle Anderson was a good pickup. Nas Reed was able to evolve his game a little bit more. I think the only disappointing part really is just Cat's inability to stay healthy because last year was one of his first years where he, where he played a lot of games. Like historically, he he is just an injury-prone player. And I think even though they traded Walker Kessler and a bunch of other players for Rudy Gobert, I think Rudy Gobert is just, has been just fine for Minnesota. And had they been healthy, they're probably a top-five seed in the Western Conference. But it just makes me sick to my stomach that – the Rudy Gobert trade ultimately led to the Lakers having the current roster right now. Yeah. Shout out to Vando. Shout out to I wish Beasley was a little better, but you know. D'Lo, Beasley, Vando. I mean, all those guys. And yeah. I thought Utah gave away Vando for, for pretty much nothing. Bag of chips. But is D'Lo gonna be there long term? Like I'm I don't think so. I'm I mean I don't see why you would do that, honestly. Why would, what what's Can you go out and get a Tyus Jones? Would you? I know nah. you would rather have him. Would I rather like just who's a better player? Like in terms of their contract, they're gonna get. I'm not talking about contract. I'm talking about consistency, steadiness. I feel like what the Lakers need. I don't think they. I, D'Angelo Russell fits pretty okay. Like you know he's inconsistent, mm-hmm. but I feel like y'all would rather have like you, a non-delusional Lakers fan. Like you would rather have Tyus Jones. Delo's better than size Jones. He is. He might like, be like. I, 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 yeah. Don't get me wrong, because I I know why you're saying that, because I brought him as you know underrated player in the NBA. But I've also never seen Tyus Jones in a full time starting point guard role at, in the Los Angeles Lakers when the lights are like the absolute brightest. We've seen that just change players. Delo has been that for you know, multiple instances. So I don't. I, I get what you're saying, but the only it's reason peaks I, and, it's peaks and valleys with D'Angelo Russell, though. I feel like, like aside from what you're talking about, like playing in the, you know, for the Lakers, like I feel like just putting him out there on the floor with LeBron and AD, and if they're healthy, like he is the perfect guard for them. And then you bring on like the Schroders off the bench, and you have guys like Austin Reeves. Like Tyus Jones doesn't command anything. I feel like he bring he brings his presence to the to the floor, like. He's just a, a, a solid floor general. He is. And one of the most sound because his assist to turnover ratio is always crazy. Yeah, but it's like can he provide best. you that consistent scoring that D'Angelo Russell does? Like, I, I don't know about that. But you could so, get that from Reeves, LeBron, and AD. And yeah, other I mean, bench I players. Tyus Ty Jones is an ideal fit next to them, but the, the Grizzlies also signed him to an extension. So I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. They were smart I wasn't to, they, were smart. That. they were smart to do that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But if y'all could trade yeah. for him, you know. I think we done making trades, man. <laughs> we made plenty of yeah. trades. We ain't got none of the trade left. Uh my other most disappointing team was the Heat. I know they're a playoff team, but I just feel like we saw their peak a while back. I was more so disappointed in their off season. I kinda like once I, I mean, saw then, what they did in the off season, I'm like, okay, I, I it feels like y'all are unserious about this season, so I kinda lowered my expectations for them. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's there's just kind of a mess. I, I'm. I, I, is, would you guys say like you're confident that Jimmy Butler could still be like going next season, be like a number one player? Like, is he Not still at that level? And I don't know. Or would he be better suited as a number two? Because like, what if he goes to like the Knicks or something? Like, he'd be fired with the Knicks. Yeah, he would. Yeah. So you I, think he's instantly the number one on the Knicks next year? 
I don't know. I, I think he's the I, best player, I but I don't so, know yeah. if he's the number one scoring option. I think Jalen Brunson probably still scores. But, like, we, but we've goal. seen Jimmy, Agreed. like, throughout his career, he's kind of okay with just taking that scoring backseat. And when he needs to, he absolutely can. Yeah. Man, I feel <laughs> like he would be so perfect for my Sixers right now, bro. Again? Man, yes. His Sixers. <laughs> Your Sixers. Houston Sixers, man. They would, they, if I could have him instead of Tobias Harris, like that would be perfect. Like, don't I you mean like that was an option? I know, but still. like, it just destroys me. But yeah, the Heat for me, that was another team. Anyone got any, anybody got any other teams? I mean, I'm disappointed in my Hornets, but I also didn't yeah. expect Theo Maladin and Bryce McGowan's to be starting at any point in the year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. Smith Jr. resurrection. We did get the Dennis Smith Jr. resurrection. That has been awesome. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah. He was out of the league for I like, remember, what, two years? Yeah, I remember his debut yeah. with the Knicks when we first traded for him. Special. It was really special. Are, are you disappointed in Houston, Rudy? I was. That's one that kind of came to my head. Like, I know we didn't expect them to be like a legitimate team, but like, did we expect them to be three top bottom three again? I feel like that was probably the plan, but I thought maybe we could get like 30 wins. And clearly I was wrong. Apparently y'all just like y'all, y'all y'all get up for the big game. The yeah, like Jalen Green said, like we, we do get up for the big games, man. I don't know why. But I'm not disappointed. I, I mean, I'm disappointed in like the organization since the Harden trade, but as far as this season, mm-hmm. no, not really. I get that. All right, well, so let's do this next topic real quick so we try to get to the draft. This one is which player, players, just give me two names max. And if you have a third one, you can go ahead and give it. But which players do you want to see win a ring the most? For me, it's Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Most people think those are pipe dreams. But, like, it hurts because I feel like only one of them is going to get one, even if that, and it would just suck to see one get one and the other not. So, And not necessarily this year. They maybe have, like, a two-year window left. I easily want James Harden to win a championship. I want Nikola Jokic to win too, because I just think that the slander on his name, I mean, it's just not even about his game anymore. It's just about like him being an MVP and being ringless at this point. And I think it's just annoying as hell. And then KD, I mean, I want KD to get a championship so people can stop saying that his legacy is tainted because he wants to go to state. You know, if, if he gets a ring with the Suns, then all these Steph Curry fanboys can't be like, well, Steph won one without KD. That's why he was the more important player. If KD wins one with the Suns, I mean, they, they are an equal playing field. They're neck and neck when it comes to all-time rankings. And I want that for KD because I feel like too much of his of his name is talked about in the negative light nowadays. Yeah, my name I had written down, Kevin Durant. I feel like his legacy is so tied to Stephen Curry and it just sucks because he's an amazing player, all time great, all on his own. And his his name is forever gonna be tied to oh Stephen Curry carried him to a championship. He didn't he he had no success without Stephen Curry. But you bring him to the Suns, again, a team, apparently that's all we measure. If you don't win a championship, you have no success. So the Suns, although people are trying to call them a super team, it's a team that had no success. And he is able to go to that team elevated to championship. That should be a big boost for his legacy for an all-time great player. I don't think he needs to win one. I feel like for what you are saying, yes, but as far as – do you think he feels that way? Oh, absolutely not. No, he could care less about what we're saying, but, you know, we're the NBA world, and 
the opinion of the people yeah, try to be so but he doesn't give a damn i mean he wants to win a ring every year you know it's not like there's no and i'm, I just I'm not like there's no pressure no i'm not, no, I'm not doubting like, that he doesn't want to win I get that, i'm just yeah, no he, he doesn't, doesn't feel any pressure yeah. i get that yeah all right adam yeah. or what I mean, any other names i was kind of i thought we were focusing more on like this year i mean i would put Lamelo ball down but <laughs> the entire Eastern conference is going to have to just vanish off the face of the earth for that to happen right now. So um, I definitely want to see Jokic get one, kind of get that ring talk out. Um, I put down a bunch, but you know, always happy for Braun to get another one. Would love to see him keep building up that legacy. Uh, wouldn't mind Giannis getting another one. Same thing with the legacy building and Tatum. Like I'd love to see him redeem because we saw that disappointment that he put up in the finals last year in a series where you know if he played well you know they might have been able to go out there and compete and get one and i'd love to see him redeem himself and go back there and get a championship and it feels like it's very likely this year i'm gonna be sick if the boston Celtics win a championship why because then <laughs> jalen brown will probably stay there and we won't get him so you think if the celtics lose he's, he's coming to, to houston. houston he might <laughs> this is so different like i love that 08 oh, celtics man. team i can't really stand the new Celtics. I don't know why. I kill for Jalen Brown, man. Hey, if it's a possible, like I heard. Mello Ball and Jalen Brown. That's tough. That'd be pretty right. nice. Settle that's down, good. settle down, settle that's down. Tough. I like I like Lamelo and James Bucknight a little bit more though. Yeah, that's <laughs> the real, that's no. the real JB. Hey, that's what, the real JB. Wasn't he starting? <laughs> Did he get a start? No, he's coming off the bench, but Dang, he's, he's still coming off the bench. Jesus, with that, wanna, with yeah, that lineup. <laughs> I want to change my under the radar player to Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis. That man took forever. He just had 20 points the other night. He's getting back on track. You know, I'm rooting for him. I remember when, like, we were picking names of, or like Scott, not necessarily scouting, but like rating rookies and bringing up their names, saying, "Oh, this guy might do this." I remember kept thinking, "Should I say Johnny Davis?" And I never did, and I'm glad I didn't. That's, At least he not, had the terrible start. Yeah. Right? At least leading up until now, I was like, man, that'd have been bad. But hopefully he figures it out, you know. Young player, very young. All right, so we don't have any other names. We can uh, move on to this topic. Gotcha. Stealing your – let me, Joel, let me ask you. Did you start the, the would-you-rather thing? Was that your idea? I don't know. I, I don't know who started it and who didn't start it. I, I think that it was just something that we did that kind of caught on. I think that people have been doing those, like, would-you-rathers for, like, a long time, though. And yeah, I mean, admittedly, we stole it a few times, and I tried to like rename it. Remember, I tried to like re. It's like so like you came up with the perfect name for it if you if that's what you did create it. So, but anyways, we're gonna do a would you rather for James Harden. I got the names here, and it's for this season, so not like a like all time, time or anything like that. Okay. Okay. If I can find okay, so this is a would you rather for James Harden. First name on the list is Trey Young. I'm going with James Harden. James Harden. I'm going James Harden. Yeah, I guess you go James Harden. Yeah. I'm surprised Adam picked James Harden. Are you a Trey Young guy? I don't remember. I do like Trey Young, but I mean, I can't argue how disappointing his defense is, and he has no excuse for being that bad. I mean, I was watching the game yesterday. Uh, Celtic Sixers, bro. Harden don't be playing no defense, man. He just lets anyone <laughs> blow by him. He'll just like throw an arm out. When he's locked in, though, he could. I mean, he could deal up a little bit. He, he will, in. you know. All right, next name is Darius Garland. 
Garland. I was tough. I'm going to go with James Harden still. I'm going with James Harden. Yeah, leading the league in assists. Still can give you. He's just not that aggressive. Darius Garland's efficiency he has is been amazing. This Harden's year. been efficient too. He's had some bad stinkers recently. I think I'm going with James. I'm going Garland. All right, next name on the list is Tyrese Halliburton. That's a tough one. That's really um, tough. If you're looking at I'm gonna go with, potential, I'm gonna go with James Harden still. Yeah, I, long term, I would take Tyrese obviously, but just based of on course, this season, yeah. I would still go Harden. I'd go James Harden. I'd go slightly, Harden. Slightly, yeah. Yep. All right. Next name is Josh Giddy. James Harden. Uh, James Harden. Clears. James Harden. Bro, OKC okay, yeah, fans are gonna start. Are gonna get on this and say they're, it's Josh Giddy. They're foolish if they do that. I like Josh Giddy, but no, he ain't Harden. No, of course, yeah. All right, Kyrie Irving. James Harden. James, James Harden. Harden. James Harden. Fear the beard. He's still him. He's still him. All right, Drew Holiday. I knew you were gonna have a tough time with this one. Drew. Drew. I'm going with James Harden. Man, Drew Holiday's been really good this year. But then he'll do nothing. Yeah, he will. It's just for that. But he's team. still gonna show he's up on like, the defense. Yeah, he's just up on the like defense what that every team needs. But if I'm like just, I'd probably go James Harden. If you put Drew on the when Sixers, James what are they Harden doing? Doesn't when James Harden doesn't show up on offense, you're getting literally nothing. When Drew Holiday doesn't show up on offense, you're still getting like top defender in the league. I agree with you. I'm still going James Harden though. All right, last name is Jalen Brunson. <clears throat> wow, that's tough. This season, Brunson has been amazing, but I'm still going to go with James Harden. I feel like you are going to take some of these. Did yeah. you take James Harden every single time? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I took James Harden every yeah. single time. <laughs> Wait, I think is, I go is, James is, Harden. Is this the closest you got to picking the other player, Joel? No, nah, the closest was probably Tyrese, Tyrese and Drew. Yeah, Tyrese and Drew was the closest ones. Yeah, I'd go James Harden. I got a ride or die from my guy, man. I'm going James Harden. Respect. All right, let's do this draft. I think we could squeeze this one in. So you guys, everyone have the picture. I sent it to everybody, I believe. Yep. So the draft order, basically, so what we're doing is a NBA past award winners draft. And so there's a, the years that we're doing, there's, the years that we are doing is 2014, 2006, 2018, 2022, in 2009, basically, we're going to draft the award winners from each of the categories from those years. So I think I gave Joel the first pick. I'm trying to remember here. And we're creating a starting five from these players. Yeah, you starting well five. Correct. Yeah, so the first pick is Joel. <clears throat> okay, so first pick, I'm going with LeBron James, 2009 MVP. Easy. It's a great, Easy great pick. pick, great pick. All right, second overall is, pick yeah. is was supposed to be Julio, but we're going to go ahead and give it to me. So with the second overall pick, I'm going to take I'm going to take 2014 MVP Kevin Durant. Come on, man. I'm building a team. Man. If none of y'all pick him, I could Would y'all let me pick him again? No. No. All right. You said one no. of each award. But that was before one person wasn't here. True. All right, so uh, Adam, you're next. Uh, yeah, I gotta go, Jokic. I feel like that's the obvious next pick. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. Let's try to announce it like third overall pick for for TikTok. <clears throat> okay. So if you want to redo it, Adam. Yeah, with the third overall pick, I'm got to take Nikola Jokic. Okay, okay. Jason. All right. So with my with the fourth overall pick, I will be selecting 2018 James Harden. Gotta respect it, and yeah, that's KD though. Shout Come to, on, KD. I get it. I'm just saying you, but. Yeah. Shout out, yeah, to, no. shout out to Dirk, by the way. Let's, shout, out to, shout out to Dirk. Uh, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> Let's snake it, though. Let's go back to you. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so got me, you know, combo guard and James Harden, one or two. Seen some nice players down low. Could give me another wing. Who are we going with? You're looking at six men, DPOI. What are you looking at? I'm going, I think I'm going to go with a player that James Harden has played with, but we're getting a better version of him. Give me Dwight Howard. Oh, why would you do that? You knew it. Uh, Dwight. That was the next pick. Yeah. That's Fuck. prime Dwight. Damn it, man. All right. Uh, next pick is Adam, which is the sixth pick. Man. I'm trying to think who would be the best here. I think I gotta go. I think I gotta go, John Morant. That's a great pick. And that most improved player year that he had was like, yeah, it was already was coming off I, a great year. I so, it was, damn, that's a all right. I like it, Joel. I mean, no, it's my turn. Sorry. Uh, so I'm gonna go with man. You fucking took Dwight Howard, bro. I don't. You Sorry. did that on purpose, bro. Hey, man, I can't count on you for nothing. I thought you were gonna start off with James <laughs> Harden, so. <laughs> it's tough. There's not many point guards in here. I feel like I need no. one. So I'm gonna take 2009 with with, with the seventh overall pick. I'm gonna take the 2009 Derrick Rose, rookie okay. of the year. Solid, if solid. I'm not mistaken, none of you guys took 2006 Dirk. No, I think we're but just doing one per category. Yeah, but we're only one per yeah. category. Oh, it's one per category. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. Yeah. That, that makes it a little bit tougher. So if we're – listen, LeBron James needs to be paired up with shooting. That's that's how you maximize LeBron James to his, his best strength. So I'm going with 2009 Danny Granger going shooting. He's a dog. He's one of those guys who's like, I don't know if he's going to get picked. At no, least after I we mean, found out that Julio wasn't if here. If you're getting that version of him, he was, he was really nice. It's unfortunate that – he couldn't last just a couple years longer to play with Paul George when they were having those battles, but Danny Granger is a dog. That's a great pick, and, and we're snaking it, so you get another one. You get the okay. Ninth All pick. right. So with the ninth overall pick, you know what? LeBron James, Danny Granger, I could use another sharpshooter, so I'm looking at a couple guys here that, that offer that. Uh, Jason Terry could offer that, but – you know, I don't I don't like him at six one. I'm not a big fan of that. So you know what? I'm gonna go with rookie of the year, two thousand six, Brandon Roy. Ooh, gonna add man. another ball handler to this roster, gonna add somebody mm. who can facilitate and get buckets. And I'm going with Brandon Roy. That's a great pick. That is a really good pick. All right, it is back to me. This is the tenth overall pick, correct? Yes. Okay. Correct, yeah. All right, so I have Derrick Rose. I got Kevin Durant. I'm going to have to deal with Dwight Howard. So, man, I think I'm going to take I'm gonna take the 2014 Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to take Joe Kim Noah. He's not going to command the ball, you know, at all. He's just going to play defense, get rebounds, and, and dish it out a little bit. So I'm going to take Joe Kim Noah. 
Not bad, not bad. And I think that's where are we at? We're Adam's turn? I think so, yeah. Eleventh overall pick. That's a tough one. I already got Morant and Jokic, so I kinda got my guard and big man. And that DPOI is just pretty much straight big men's except for smart. Uh Yeah, I feel like I need to go ahead and take Marcus Smart so I don't end up with two big men. Nice. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Back to Jason. This is what, 12th? 12th overall pick. All right. Got a couple picks ahead of me. Really wish Brandon Roy would have found his way to me. I would have. That was a perfect (laughs) fit for my team. So, Joel, you got you a good one. But, uh, so, yeah. I think, you know, this. what I do with this other guard position is going to dictate what I do with James Harden if I want to make him my one or two. So, I'm, you know, thinking of getting a two to just, you know, make him more of a traditional one because James Harden does have that capability, of course. Um, this is actually hard, man. It really is. No, I was really hoping mm-hmm. Brandon Roy found me, bro. Like, yeah. I was I, I was banking. My- I, was I have my team, man. I already know my next two picks. Okay, okay. And honestly, when I was doing this, I was trying to make sure that no players from like previous awards, so I couldn't do like, you know, 2010 MVP LeBron and 2012. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I had to like true. pick specific years. Um, man, I'm gonna probably go with a player who had a really underrated year that year, and might seem like a weird pick, but. He was a re- he had a really good year in 2014. I'm going with Goran Dragic. Okay, mm, that's a good pick. That's a really Goran good pick. Dragic. I thought you were gonna that's, take Michael Carter. Goran Dragic is better than my Brandon Roy. You think so? If I but yeah. I would have been able to have James Harden at the one, Brandon Roy at the two. Yeah, but I, I think like if this is rookie Brandon Roy. Then yeah, that Goran Dragic is better than this rookie Brandon true. Roy. That's, that's true. That's true. All right, so got me my uh, most improved player in Goran Dragic. Um. All right, so I could use, I think all I have left is six man of the year and rookie of the year, okay? So for my next pick, I'm going to choose six man of the year. Um, They're pretty small. Or no, we do have Dwight Howard, so maybe a little bit of a, Combo four that can do a, a good amount of everything. I think I'm gonna go with Scotty Barnes. Don't feel great about it, but yeah, I, I don't I'm, either. I'm, I'm, I'm lacking the fours. <laughs> I'd have took I'm, Ben Simmons over that Scotty Barnes. I already took the most improved player. Oh, true. Okay, it's back to Adam. Man, it's getting tough. And what pick is this now? Fifteenth. Believe so. Yeah. I don't remember. You know what? I want. Uh, we could wait a minute. I want Victor Oladipo as my rookie of the year. Thought about solid, it. Solid. That's solid. Okay, so I have a rookie of the year. I have MVP. I have DPOY. So I need a sixth man of the year. I'm going to take. Man, I got a lot of bucket getters already. I'm going to take Jamal Crawford. Hmm. No one's taking him. Okay. So, last two picks are me. Well, I'm going with the Defensive Player of the Year in 2018 and Rudy Gobert. 
So I'm filling my center position, and now I have LeBron, Granger, Brendan Roy, Rudy Gobert. I'm going to have LeBron play the four, and for my sixth man of the year that I'm going to take in the starting lineup, Leandro Barbosa in 2006. 43% from three-point range. It was better than Jason Terry's 36% in 2009. Barbosa averaged four assists per game. He averaged 18 that year. So I like my team, man. I like – I have – um. Brandon Roy, Barbosa, Granger, LeBron, and Gobert. It's a good team. Was that the last pick? Or am I? Are y'all done picking? Uh, no. I think he started the next round, so he's done. But the rest. Oh, of okay. So this is my last pick. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm I need screwed. a most improved player. I guess I'm gonna take Ben Simmons. I mean, I feel like he just kind of rounds out my team. Jeez. Oof. I mean that yeah. that version of Ben Simmons is. Hey, he's I, nice. I'm the he's coach. I, yeah, he's nice. He's playing. I'm the coach. He's going to – I got <laughs> he's him. He's going to lock in. <laughs> all right, Adam, your last pick. Who are all the six men of the year that have been taken? <clears throat> Crawford, Barbosa. Um, I'm not sure if anybody took Lou Will, Harrow, or Terry. Uh, so screwed. Yeah, there's three six men available. <laughs> Well, I have one center and three guards, basically. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be a fun team. <laughs> uh, I guess I take... I guess I'm going to go Lou Will. Solid, solid. Okay. I don't like it. Respect Lou Will, man. So I just I, I screwed myself on that smart pick. Yeah, so, nah. You, you should have picked yeah. Marcus Kidd. I should have <laughs> took Gobert. Marcus Campion. Yeah, you could have picked Gobert. I don't know why you did. I should have took Gobert. You love I Gobert. Like, I was thinking. I was thinking. I had Jokic already. Like I don't need another guy clogging up the paint or anything like that. And we've seen what happens when Gobert is on a team with another big man. Yeah. So. All right. So with my last pick, I will be selecting Tyler Hero. Twenty points per game. Gave you as a six man. Uh, obviously, going to be in my starting lineup. But I mean. He'll pass the rock, too. Yeah, no lack of scoring on this team. Not much defense either, but that's what we got Dwight for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's compare teams real quick, and I think that would probably be it for this segment. So I got Derrick Rose, Kevin Durant, Joe Kim Noah, Jamal Crawford, and Ben Simmons. I definitely feel like I can have a shot. I feel like the Dwight Howard team is just dominating, so... Remind me of your five guys. Yeah, so mine was at the one, I got Goran Dragic. At the two, I'm going with Tyler Hero. The three, we're going with James Harden. The four, Scotty Barnes. And at the five, Dwight Howard. For the pick and roll, Shit. be nasty. Man, Tyler my Hero. team, you know, I got Brandon Roy running the point guard. Leandro Barbosa at the two. I got Danny Granger at the three. LeBron at the four. And at the five, we do go bear, DPOI. I was wondering where the playmaking was going to come in, but LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron goes. James. Yeah. Damn, that's a damn good team. That's really good. Yeah, I'm I'm screwed. So uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to run these guys, man. I guess we're running uh, Jokic at the center, Oladipa, Oladipa <laughs> at the four, maybe. I don't know. Lou Will at the three, Marcus Smart at the two, and John Moran at the one. Well, that team stinks, bro. It does stink. I know it stinks. (laughs) The the Dwight Howard pick just kind of makes it unfair because, like, the defensive player of the years are all just role players and then Dwight Howard. I think you you, you messed up 
or you thought you messed yourself up picking Jokic at first and you like didn't want to go center again, you probably could have went with Dirk and then still got Gobert, but you're like, oh, Jokic, I can't pick another center. But so. Jokic is, there's, I just, Jokic is so good, though. No, I get it. I, I understand. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like Jokic it, could be the four, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like you felt like, oh, I can't take Gobert because I yeah, have no. Jokic already. I agree. Yeah, like I I'm playing. I'm playing yeah. LeBron at the floor. He's not even playing. And Brandon Roy is not my two. He's my one. Yeah. There's also just not a lot of forwards. Yeah, hard. That's yeah. the toughest. That's part. why. I, that's why I was like, All right, I gotta take Scotty because if not, my team gonna get real ugly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I was trying to balance it more. I was gonna pick like just players the same, you know, award winner, but completely different years. I was like, ah, it's gonna take me forever to do that. So I just picked a solid year. But yeah, that was fun. So. TikTok, let us know. I'll post it on there. Who has the best team? Uh, but as far as having Joel, and I think you said you, you got to bounce. So yeah, yeah, I got you know what I'm saying with my girl in Arizona. I'm actually out here because I'm helping her move. Um, she's moving in with me like in like a couple weeks. So I'm out here like helping her pack and stuff, and that's why I like the next couple of episodes for Pick Aside are like virtual because I'm just here and like I'm in I'm literally set up in her kitchen with like lights and my interface and stuff like that. That's dope, man. That's dedication, though, man. Yeah, that's a fact. Again, appreciate you coming through, yeah, man. That was really awesome. appreciate yeah, man. it. Yeah, congratulations on on 100 episodes, man. That's a huge milestone. You guys just got to keep on going and remain consistent, and definitely study the people that are doing it to know, you know, but how you guys can do your stuff, and you know, consistent consistency consistency is definitely key in this uh, in this space. Yeah, that was like the one thing Riv left us with. He was like, just be consistent keep going. and keep going. Mm -hmm. yeah man you keep building that empire over there watching from afar i'm proud like i just i'm a proud viewer like we'll be, we'll be tuned in bro y'all yeah. keep doing y'all's thing man i'll be able to say i had joel moran on the on the podcast like that's dope man the legend <laughs> dope as hell yeah. appreciate it guys you guys have a great great night yeah bro you take, too you take too take care man. man all right see ya see you bro all right so yeah we just had joel on the show Shout out to Joel. Shout out to Pick Aside. We've we've collected all the infinity stones of the Pick Aside members. Yeah, man. <laughs> and they're huge, bro. They're really big. That's why I'm like super grateful all the time and like getting nervous and stuff. Hmm. But I mean, they're just they regular just, guys. Just so. one of us. Like yeah. sports fans like us that started, you know, same situation as us. They were trying to grow something and we trying to do the same thing. Yeah, facts, man. All right. So that was fun. We can do more drafts like that. Yeah, that was cool. I know we promised Lonzi a draft, and that man probably like doesn't believe me at all anymore. Shout out to Lonzi, bro. <laughs> He's still cool. uh, he uh, he dropped a YouTube video. Really? I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, check it out. Okay. All right. So next topic is going to be one player on playoffs breakout watch. I have a name. If someone else wants to go first, they can. But I, you know, I have a name. I'll go so. for it. Yeah, you can go ahead. Uh, mine was Darius Garland. I think uh, teams like. It, it seems that they're going to be locked in with the Knicks for that first round. I don't see that changing. Um, you know, I feel like a team like the Knicks wants to key in on guys like Donovan Mitchell because that's just somebody we've seen go absolutely ballistic in playoff series and big games before. So I, I, and all year I feel like Darius Garland has just been kind of that selfless player. Like, okay, I got, you know, another – amazing guard on the team and he's he's better than i am so i gotta you know take a bit of a backseat let him do his thing but i i think he has all the capabilities his efficiency has been insane this year he's shooting like 43 percent on threes on about six attempts a game 
he just strikes me. I know the last playoffs didn't, you know, go according to plan, but he's definitely a guy I could see carrying in, in certain games and just going like I could I could see a forty point game. Yeah, he could. Like you said, the tension's gonna be on Donovan and we know what he can do. I mean, we saw what he Donovan just to give light on Donovan, this man had like four or five straight forty point games. Yeah. He's a dog. So the attention is definitely the game, like the scouting report is definitely going to be on him. It they're going to be game planning for Garland too, but we like, know like yeah. he right now he's playing more of a balanced game. Darius Garland can go out there and drop thirty easily. He can. So don't take him light, man. He's one of the top guards in the league, and I think you're spot on. He could people know who he is, but like once you get Cleveland on that spotlight of the playoffs watch him on espn tnt and like madison square garden yeah for Knicks. real man i can't wait for that series yeah. it's gonna be you could have some special moments yeah um for my oh adam did you want to go i can go ahead yeah, go i ahead. mean uh it's an interesting one it's a guy that you know might already be on a breakout uh, in the last several games and uh that would be mikhail bridges i mean i thought about him it kind of feels like he's a cop-out answer with how well he's playing but like to me, he's a good player right now, and he has that chance to cement himself as a great player if we see this just star, superstar plays in the postseason. Nobody expects him to win the series. I don't expect him to win the series, but I still think he, if he goes out there and puts together one or two 40-point games, maybe say, steals could he, a could game he, or could two he, from Could he win Sixers. you a game, though? Like I just think Mc, he Just Mikel going off, I he can win a game? Go, in theory, the Sixers would probably have to not come out with, you know, 100% full force. Which Maybe they're out happens there. with them. Which happens. Maybe they're out there 80%. He puts together a 40-point game, plays some fantastic defense, and I think people are going to see it because, you know, Mike, Mikhail Bridges in the basketball community is definitely somebody that everybody's looking at now is like, hey, this could be a budding superstar right here. Mm-hmm. But when he does it on that playoff stage, the general audience is going to see it. And when you make those performances in the playoffs, like with that Donovan Mitchell, we were kind of mentioning earlier, that was really a time where he cemented himself as like, Hey, I'm not just a guy in this league. I am one of the guys in this league that can do this in the playoffs. And I think if he steals a game or two, we're talking about a guy that, you know, Brooklyn's kind of, when they made that trade, we kind of thought, all right, you know, Mikel Bridges is good, but they're in a little bit of no man's land he makes those plays in the playoffs and I think they have to go, maybe we build around this guy. This guy is the centerpiece. We build a team around him and give him the keys. Yeah. Well, go ahead. No, I was saying I like it. Yeah, I do agree with that one. I feel like he had some moments uh, in the finals when people were like, oh man, this guy's a really good defender. But now you see what he's doing offensively. Like I I was on the, this podcast, shout out to them. I, I was on a, the podcast they oh, yeah. invited me on uh it's called yeah. the tit for tat podcast uh these cool uh, college guys they're in the pick a side community they just invited me on and we started talking about players i don't remember what the topic was like mikhail bridges came up and i compared him you know on a lighter level to when james harden i know we talked about james harden all the episodes <laughs> but when james harden left okc to come to houston i think we all expected like okay this guy has all-star potential did we expect superstar? I don't know how many people no. people expected superstar, and I'm not saying I expect that for yeah. Bridges, but all these thirty point games and him kind of doing everything for them—that's what Harden was doing. And then you see the well, way he he's getting his buckets. Sorry to cut you off, him, but they're yeah. like they're like Kevin Durant, like he's yeah. just shooting yeah. over people with his long ass arms. He is 
wingspan is ridiculous. Like, there's no reason why that shouldn't be able to continue. He's not going to shrink. Like, no his, his offensive, like, the way he gets his buckets is, like, that's sustainable. He can keep that up. There's mm-hmm. no reason why that shouldn't get better. Like, that, that's why, like, it, people are seemingly – I get why Adam was wanting to say, like, it's kind of a cop-out because I think we kind of all see this coming. Yeah, it's clear he's been working bit. on it. Because he immediately yeah, started showcasing it once he got to... He was already kind of showcasing it mm-hmm. in Phoenix. And, and it then, helps when you start off as a defensive guy. So it's like, okay, as long as your offense improves and it's drastically improved and you already got the defense, like, we're talking about a potentially a really scary player in this league. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say a good a good comp for that. You are talking about James Harden, but I think a great comp for him would be kind of like the Kawhi Leonard situation where when Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard won that finals MVP for San Antonio... He scored 15 points a game. He was a contributor, but he was, or it might've been 19. I might be off, but he was a contributor, but not really offensively, but they were giving him love because, Hey, this guy's playing really great defense, holding LeBron, whatever that means. We we've got a few finals MVPs that held LeBron, but even more so where he was this role player on a really great mature Suns team or somewhat mature Suns team with Chris Paul. And then now he gets the chance to be on his own where Kawhi wasn't traded, but that so that Spurs franchise kind of disintegrated and just left him there to be the number one guy. Yeah, and the comparison could be taken even, you know, just like specifically, like I know Kawhi won Gender, yeah. DPOY awards, but like we were talking about Mikel Bridges, like yeah. at one point, one year was it last yeah. year or the all, year before? I think it was last year. First team, all, yeah. All I mean, defense. right, he's right there. Yeah. So I think that's mm-hmm. a, a great no, name for sure. Great name. They're gonna get swept, but you know. He might do his thing in that's the series. What I'm saying. That's like, what you think. You think Mikel can get where y'all were like. Go ahead, Adam. Go ahead, Adam. Get where, that's one thing I don't get where y'all were like really down on Scotty Barnes. And I know Scotty Barnes isn't Mike Mikael Bridges or Kawhi Leonard, but I feel like that's like if we're talking like, hey, Scotty Barnes hits like superstar potential, maximum potential. He's a guy that to me could look like that archetype of the Kawhi Leonard of the Mikael Bridges, if that's what Mikael Bridges becomes. He's developed that defense. He's been a really good role player. And what happens when we give him the reins to his own team? I won't push back too much just because Scotty is only in year two. And Mikel's like in year four, five. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Yeah, I know. I I could see that trajectory from him if he maximizes his potential. Yeah, I can see why you would say that. Uh, Was it my turn? Yes. You guys want to already? Yes. Okay, so from mine... He is a rookie, but I feel like Keegan Murray, he's going to be like the the game plan is going to be to lock in on Sabonis and Fox, and it's going to come. I'm not expecting him to necessarily show out like he's a rookie. So, but I do think they're mm-hmm. going to be relying on him to shoot, well. to shoot and like knock down big shots. Like yeah. he, he is, I wouldn't say he has a set, set, the, a set, set, the, set the rookie record. Yeah, I mean, he did that. I wouldn't say he has like a set shot, but he doesn't have the quickest shot. But he's going to get a lot of open shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he already does. Shooting over 40%. And I, I have noticed that he's already knows like where to be, when to pick his spots, cutting. And it, if he's doing that, continues to, continues to do that, doesn't get, you know, shaken up by playoff intensity and he can shoot well i mean sabonis it's going to be easy for him to find him because he'll cut and fox will cut and or keegan's sitting on the outside and harrison barnes is out there malik monk's out there yeah i think he'll be a big factor for them in terms of you know their playoff success so yeah they're gonna need him 
definitely going to need him to yeah. be really good. I just you talk you talking about him not being a like quick shooter just made me think, man. He was pissing me off on 2K the other day. I was playing with the Sacramento Kings. Every time I kick it out to Keegan Murray, feels like it takes five seconds for him to shoot the ball. <laughs> I know it's a good stroke, but it's, it just takes him a little while to get it up. It does, yeah. There's a little gather to it, yeah. Once he gets, I feel like you know that's something that can be worked on, and once he gets that quicker, of course, I, it's it's I don't know, it's just some dudes that just have that thoroughly tight yeah. Halliburton too got a really nice shot. That shit is ugly as hell though, but mm-hmm. it, it it it's nice. So I mean, whatever works for you. Kevin Martin was like that. Oh man, he was like that. Like. Oh, it was wet. <laughs> no, it was. It was. <laughs> uh, that I was. Know, I did. I'm. I didn't really like. I don't want to go into a whole other player, but I did mention De'Aaron Fox as well. I feel like that's another guy that could have that same path. I agree. Just Kings as a whole. Kings it, as a whole. They're just such a wild card. Like they could just do yeah. so many things this playoff that, like, man. They can really put themselves on the map, mm-hmm. but it's because I feel like the world is kind of just waiting for them to fail. But they they can really surprise a lot of people in that first round. Yeah, they could, and it'll be fun. We're talking about, it. like, the unanimous clutch player of the year. Like, oh, go yeah. out there in the playoffs and show us that. Let's see De'Aaron Fox hit us, hit a nice buzzer beater to win one of these games. Them little you really start work. cementing yourself in people's, you know, hey, this is a household name guy. He, he going to put the world on notice with them little full speed stop at the elbow, hit a mid-range with five minutes left mm-hmm. in the fourth. He's going to hit plenty of those in the playoffs. For sure, for sure. Austin Reeves not on your on your list? Eh. I was wondering if y'all were going to, or if, who I figured Julio might say it if Julio <laughs> was here. Nah, man, you saw my my names have been pretty diverse. Said yeah, Darius yeah, yeah. Garland. I said yeah. Christian Brown. Like, <laughs> yeah, low key, y'all can hate, man. Russell Westbrook. I feel like we already we obviously know who he is, but like I feel like people are doubting him and hating on him so much. Like he's no, it's just like Adam's okay. always just like You're, no. Are you are no. you saying <laughs> are you saying in any scenario that could happen? Or I feel like people are gonna be like, damn, Russ still got it because he does more than try and go out there and score thirty points. Like he gets. Hella hustle rebounds. We just saw him. Kawhi missed the three, but he, three people closed in on him driving the lane. He just kicked it out. But by the time playoffs come around, we're hoping Paul George is back. Then he gets he yes correct. But say he does, he then Russell Westbrook returns to that third option role. But he was doing these things at a he was slider level while they were all healthy. Yeah, you know, just out there, man. That Dame versus Russ on YouTube. That one got some hate, man. Really? Yeah, people were like, because what John said was the series change, like basically confirmed for him that Dame, he'll take Dame over legacy-wise. At least that's what it seemed like he said. I don't think he meant it like that. I think he he just meant as a better player because everyone was talking about, oh, Russ is MVP, did this, scoring titles, all NBAs. I'm like, take it easy. I think we're just talking about, like, who's – a better player like because like you said we've said it before look at the wikipedia page yeah yeah it's more impressive he has more numbers the numbers are higher and all this but it's like okay well let's look beyond this we have the benefit of not just being casual we watch these players for years so we can analyze a little better than oh well this guy has an mvp award and this guy doesn't so he's better and what does that all that stuff mean Mm -hmm. in terms of winning is the ultimate goal and both of those like russell westbrook has not gotten out of the first round since katie left but it's still like <clears throat> at the end of the day, like the topic is legacy. And to me, like you can't argue Russ has the better legacy. I, I agree with I, that. I a hundred percent say Dame's the better player. 
Yeah, and that's what that's what we all said, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I get it's so hard with out of context on TikTok. So yeah. you just I get again, it. You kind of take it for what it is, man. Hey, man, you take me as out of context as you want. Yeah, as long as they're talking, man, that's good. <laughs> if you want to get them mad, man. Oh my god. Sometimes I'll be like really out of contexting you guys and i have to like edit stuff and like make it fit because i don't want to like y'all yeah, to come back to me and be like rudy what are you doing no nah, that's what oh, you did with care. me with the damn packers one and nah, I, I, nah, I watched back i'm like what did i, I, don't what did know, I cut man. out you said that no I, my thing is like i feel like y'all weren't giving them a shot like i said if i'm ranking the team i, I don't have, give them a shot i do i had the line i have the lions first i might have left out the part like sometimes i leave out the part where you're saying something about the Packers, and I might have left out the counterpart for the other team, but I left it out because Adam is the other guy saying, no, it's this team. I, I, mean, yeah. I, well, I mean, we deal with nothing with nothing but semantics, so I guess, but it's pretty much like, oh, y'all are basically saying it's clearing. I'm saying it's not a clearing, essentially is what I'm yeah. saying. Because, again, if I'm ranking the teams, I still have the Lions at one. I said all that. Yeah, I still have so, the Lions one. okay, I get what you mean now then. I get that, but, like, the thing in the TikTok that you said that I feel like got the most hate is, like, there's no way that this team is better with Jordan Love than they were with Aaron Rodgers last year. Like, I just don't see that as a possibility. I, yeah. I um, see where I was disagreeing with people that said that is, or I, I might even say it there, but I got a lot of their defense banked up all year. Jair Alexander missed a lot of a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashawn Gary, I want to say, missed a lot of games. Like, these are key defensive players that I think is going to make a big difference. <clears throat> and my thing is, like, I don't think Rodgers was that great last year. Like, just watching him play. And I, I, you know, I think Love can get kind of close to that. Their offense was just weird too, though last season. It was the things they were yeah. doing. So it was poorly ran. Yeah. All right. So anybody got any other uh, names, players on breakout? It was tough, bro, to find a couple players. About, I mean, if you're talking about the Lakers, would you? Who would you say, D'Angelo Russell? It would have to be him. Like I was, I was thinking about it, and Bando. I, I always, nah. I'm like, cause I, I, I was probably watching Pick a Side, but, um, basically, yeah, cause it was they were talking about Austin Reeves, and John said some wow, you bro. Saw that? <laughs> saw, I love he, John. He, I'll he, say that he said Austin Reeves could maybe be a third best player on the championship team. I'm like, boy, if Austin Reeves is our third best player in the playoffs, we are not winning shit. If we do win, it's because D'Angelo Russell was the third best player and he had a great playoffs. If we do win, do you agree with that? It has to. Yeah. There, it, there, it can't be no other scenario. D'Angelo Russell, and I know he has, people have their reasons for you not wanting to believe him come playoff time. If we do win, it is because D'Angelo Russell shut all those expectations down and exceeded as a playoff performer. It has to be like that. There's no other scenario I can see where we win, and that's not the case. I remember listening to that. <clears throat> So, what did Drew say though? Because I was kind of in and out. I was Drew didn't even agree with it. Yeah, he, that's. What, <laughs> I remember because he loves he loves Austin Reeves. If you if you change that number to fourth, okay. But then third, what are you even saying at that point? But like, I mean, that's nothing to slouch at. Who the hell was Austin Reeves oh, before yeah. this year? No, I know, but it's like now you're counting on your fourth player to be. I mean, that's important, bro. I know, but if you're talking about your fourth player, then you're kind of implying that he could be a third player. So. I just expect him to play his role. That's it. You don't have a little bit higher expectations for Reeves. No, but like I get, I get the impact of a fourth player and fifth player, and they're what they do. But like, when you're just talking about Austin Reeves, and you're already starting to put him up there, I get it. He's a starter, but like, 
to me, there's just a big difference between third and fourth. Like, I just think you, I think you, the scoring you, though, he could definitely score. I don't know. So, but if you're going third it player, just depends on the team. I guess. But if you're looking at the I mean, third at player, the third player, you it's Drew Holiday, and then the fourth player is a couple years ago Brook Lopez, who wasn't as good as he is now. Let's mm-hmm. just yeah. Real. What about the Warriors last year though? Like, but even then, you're getting that's an interesting one. You're getting uh, that's probably fourth player. Draymond Thompson last year. I about to say Thompson was not looking like how he was this year. So low key yeah. Gary Payton some nights. Just nah. defensive. I'm not talking about scoring. I'm talking about the thing. just if you're ranking the players, how it would have to go Curry, Wiggins, Draymond. I'd say, and then, like, but just for that player, team, different nights. Pool? It was just it was just moments with the words like someone yeah, it just really was. yeah that was, that was like a yeah man that, that was a that was a special team man they just had so many contributors like just some nights Otto Porter would come yeah and be your best player, I feel like there was a stretch player. of Gary Payton where he was like and I feel like that's the difference between this year like they just don't have those yeah, guys they don't they're getting Wiggins back though that's good for that's them huge. which apparently he's not gonna play in any of the regular season games which is like two at this point but. Yeah, I would think right. he'd at least want to like just one, like just to get a feel for it. Just getting practice, I think it'll be okay. Okay, what's going on yeah, with the Lakers, there. man? I honestly like going into this game. I was not confident at all. I hated the energy coming out the last night's game against Utah. They looked lackadaisical. It looked like they didn't want to be there. Utah almost stole one from us. And you back to back against the Clippers, a team that has kicked our ass for years now. I, I really <laughs> wasn't expecting a win here. Yesterday was Anthony Davis, 42 and a half was his line. And I was like, the other, the, the night against the Rockets in like three quarters, he cleared oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Fucking was, cleared it. Shangoon was just a baby down there. Yeah. Poor, and poor I was guy. like, you know what? I'm going to put my confidence in him and I'm not going to flex it. Basically, meaning I got to hit all three. And pff, he finished with 41. Tough. Somebody, I think and it was, was Troy there. Brown stole a rebound at the end, and I was pissed. And there was a time where anytime I bet like that, I'm always thinking of, all right, where did you mess up at, you bastard? It's when he went to the line, free throws, missed both of them. Yeah. There you go. That's where he lost your bet. All right. Let's do uh, what are, did we skip anything earlier? Award no award races. <clears throat> okay. So the award race. Uh, I mean, there's like what? Two topics worth talking about here. Yeah, MVP. I got three. I got Giannis. Really? Yeah. I feel like best player, best team. I've always been kind of an advocate for that, or at least having the best record out of the cases out of the three, you know, guys in the running. So that's almost, I'm gonna stick to that. Should we just go around and say our MVPs? And yeah, I don't spend too much time. That was Joel Embiid. Um, I think he's again. He, 52 point win against the Celtics when you've already having an incredible season. Um, he's been the runner up the past couple years, and it shouldn't be a sympathy vote at that point, but he's having a special season scoring wise, putting up Shaq numbers. He's He's been amazing. And um, was that yesterday we had like 50? Yeah, against Celtics. Yeah. yeah, he was dominating. 52. That dunk was nasty too. I just hope they don't. I don't want to get an oversaturated when were you playoff when, run with him getting you, tired out. That's recent. When did you become Giannis over Embiid? Or Honest, MVP. Just Giannis. over the His last reason. over the last month I've been kind of teetering. Not that that's insane to say. Obviously Giannis deserves his flowers, but I'm just asking. I just feel like this guy 
he's like the Russell Westbrook in terms of like plays at 110% every possession. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I get that, get that with, with Embiid, yeah. And again, it's just best player on the best team in the Eastern Conference. I think without, get that. if you take Giannis off of the Bucks, that they're worse. Probably a little. It's, it's a toss up between the Nuggets and the Bucks in terms of you take off their MVP. The Bucks would be bad, bro. They rely on they rely on Giannis for everything, too. You don't to like me, the roster? That's a hard question to me, though, because like if you take off Jokic, like that I, team is terrible. But I feel like I seen Murray drop fifty in the playoffs. I feel like he could go out there and just get buckets. MPJ could go out there, and you know he's gonna get buckets. So if you just put like an average big man in place of Jokic, I feel like they could be competitive in the, at least in the play-in. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Bucks probably wouldn't be. But oh, I have man. I've been leaning more Giannis recently as well. I just he's just has so it's like you said like the motors there every night. Like I I'm, I'm never watching that guy. There's a lot of NBA players that just kind of coast, take nights off. Yeah. It doesn't feel like he ever does. He's always dominating, and he can. He's the most dominant on both sides of the ball in the league to me, and it's hard to argue against that. Yeah, just last night he had that nice chase down block. It was just a perfect example. Like he could have took that play off. Like nah, yeah. games don't even really matter that much right now, and he's still giving one hundred ten percent. They don't. They basically got that one seed locked up. All right. So did it, was that your guy then, Giannis, Adam? I think I'm going Giannis, but every day I'm back and forth between Giannis and Jokic. Yeah, and I'm not mad at you because it, it could change. Mm-hmm. At this point, it, I don't. Know, I feel like mine's set in stone now, but it could change. I mean, Jokic had us got outplayed by Shingun yesterday. Yeah, and then the previous game, they actually they beat the Warriors without him. Yeah, weird. Yeah. All right, rookie <laughs> of the year. This one's actually kind of. It's not. It's, you, it's locked. You say that? It's so locked. It's like... It's it, Paolo, it is, I do have Paolo. On. In terms of which one is the most locked, this is probably second on the list in my opinion, but it, you could make the argument that it's the most locked. I do have I, Paolo. I agree. But, uh, okay, There's so... No discussion, the re- man. The reason it's, why... It's cool what Jalen's doing, but it's just not Paolo. So what would be the reasoning? Because I know you. we know we're talking about Jalen Williams. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 20 and 7 as a rookie, bro. Yeah. You talking about Paulo? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yes, there's a gap. I mean, Jalen's been absolutely balling For like a month or two he has, yeah. Overall, I mean, the Magic pretty did, solid season. Yeah, the Magic did get off to a really bad start and now they're, you know, what are they, the 10th seed? Yeah. So, and, but and then you okay, got sees the 11 and seed. 7 and then for a stretch there, buddy just could not buy a nothing from 3 and he was so the efficiency efficiency took a dip there for a bit, but man, nah, it's Paolo, bro. It's pa- yeah, I agree. I just yep. there is a case, you know. Okay, so six man of the year. I went with Emmanuel quickly. Brogdon. I just think I got Brogdon. I I do respect Brogdon. It was between those two. Quickly started started. He here did there. start some. Brogdon's games. been like a true six man. He has not started a single game. I just. Yep. Yeah, I like quickly a lot. So that's, I love that's, no, I love quickly's game. He's 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 cold, but it's Brogdon for me. All right, most improved player. This one was hard for me. It was pretty easy for me. I went with Shy Shay Gilgis Alexander. Ah, it's Laurie Mark. Yeah, Laurie. 
we yeah. knew like i, I know I, why like i get like what you're saying but we all knew sga was coming no we knew that like not stop this shit where we give it to john moran and sga like dudes we mm-hmm. knew were gonna be like the future of the league give it to somebody who like really like what had no expectation going to the season he was just thrown in as another trade piece seen as like he'll you know put up some stats with no he had an oh he was an all-star starter for the utah jazz team that had no it, he has to get that award I will be really upset if he doesn't get that I, award. I get it. I've, obviously, I get it. But I feel like yeah. even SGA kind of exceeded a little bit than what he I did. thought. He did. So he did a little bit more than what I thought he was going to. And I, I say it was tough because I did have Laurie, but I also had Jalen Brunson. Like, I feel like he definitely deserves consideration. Yeah. Uh, I get it. He just, man, he was so good in the playoffs last year. So you could kind of see that coming, you know, getting his own team. But nah, yeah, he definitely deserves some consideration, but it's definitely Lori for me. Same for you, Adam. Yeah. All right, again, I'm the outlier over here. DPOY. This one was also tough for me. And I feel like y'all got you guys are gonna say a name, so I want y'all to go first. Uh my name is the player I picked last year, Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay. Adam? Yeah, I got Jaron Jackson Jr. too. Man, I got Evan Mobley. I love I hate, Evan Mobley. I don't hate it. And the big negative for me with Jaron Jackson is this guy gets, you know, the numbers there are great. Best defense in the league. Yeah. But this man doesn't even play 30 minutes a game. He can't stay in the game. It's definitely a And it's going to show badly in the playoffs if he's getting called for a different conversation. Different conversation than what we're talking about. You're not wrong, but that is a different conversation. (laughs) It is, but I just feel like hindsight they'll be like man this guy fouls out over i'll combat that point with i wish that jaron jackson had the defenders around him that evan mobley does maybe jaron jackson feels like he has to compensate because he is far and away the best defender on that team you have a lot of other rim protection and wing defenders over there in cleveland where that doesn't take away evan mobley's defensive ability but he has a lot more help i feel like around him i feel like mobley is a more dynamic like the numbers are probably Probably do go to Jackson, right? Yes. But I feel like in terms of when you watch yes. a guy defend multiple positions, I feel like Mobley, and he probably hasn't even fully unlocked what he'll be at his peak, but like he can guard more positions, and yeah. he's more disciplined with him as a younger player. I'm I'm with you, like, because uh, you're basically just discussing his ceiling, just as a defender. Yeah, but if, but I, even I'm this season, you. there's definitely a case. No, like, definitely, definitely. I'm not. I, again, I'm not like calling He's you crazy third. for that and you know i know steven adams has been hurt when he comes back then i guess we can really Is make a though? like i feel like i haven't heard i, yeah, I was, I I don't was know thinking if, about that the other day i'm like i have a feel like i haven't heard his name in a minute i forgot what he had got all I, all I hear these days is how much they're missing him but i, yeah, I haven't heard nothing of him coming back more so for rebounding yeah you know. no his rebounding numbers are crazy specifically offensive <clears> rebounding yeah and it, it shows i mean it, it, Jaron Jackson's stats overall just show like this guy's clearly not playing 30 minutes a game. That Brandon Clark injury sucked too. Yeah, it did. Okay, so next name is Coach of the Year. This one I think Easy. is clearing Mike Brown. Mike this Brown. is the one where I was saying there's this yeah, is like Mike, consensus. Well, I Clutch Player of the Year. Did y'all do that one? It's De'Aaron Fox. I didn't, but yeah. yes. It's De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. All Executive right. of the Year. <laughs> Uh, Rob Palinka? I don't know. Get, give it to whoever the hell's running the Suns, man. They got Kevin Durant. You won. 
that's kind of the way I see it. I don't know the Cavs GM, but he's a, he would be up yeah, there. I don't know any. Yeah, I don't really know them. But Rob Polinka? I don't know, bro. Why not? He turned the season around. <laughs> no, he, we know he did. My guy got Rui Hachimura for for <laughs> uh, what's the dude's name? Kendrick Nunn. Playoff yeah, stinkers but, incoming. I think Roy Hachimura. How long has he been there? He was cooking, y'all. <laughs> he was. I was like calling out his buckets. I'm like, he, he was. was. Getting, he was getting the post. I'm like, that's a bucket. And then like, this is a rocket. He was getting mad at me. It was funny. How long has he been your GM? Rob Palinka. Five years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like it was maybe a year before or during the so LeBron year. It was when Magic. Does came. he get the credit for like digging you out of the hole that he put you in? Or yes, no, they're still in a hole. A little bit, but like, like they can see the daylight now. Like they were so far down, they couldn't see the daylight anymore. Well, they could easily get out of it, but like AD just <clears throat> likes. I guess he likes. Being if he in becomes the a number one, yeah, yeah, praying. Okay, so we're gonna move on to uh, make a case for your yeah, team. I think it, that's where we're at. Yeah, and then maybe we'll have a time. What the hell am I supposed to go? I'm like <laughs> my team's nowhere near this. Well, like, what I, is my team? I was like, I figured Adam would I mean, either just go with your pick. Who you got winning at all? I, so I didn't go with. I, I actually wrote down like just. I guess the guy, the team I'm pulling for, or guy I'm pulling for in the Nuggets, since I knew neither of you would talk about them. I figured that's what I'm pulling for. Jokic. Yeah. So I mean, the case is, you know what? You got a guy that might be the three P NBA MVP. You're finally healthy. There is no more excuse of, well, Jokic has got to play without MPJ and Jamal Murray. You got a proven, yeah, right there. You got a proven playoff performer in Jamal Murray, solid veteran forward and Aaron Gordon, who's had a great year as a role player young sniper and MPJ and great support around those guides. You're the one seed in your conference and you have the benefit of with the way it looks like it's going to go out. You're probably not going to have to play one of the LA teams in the first round. One of those LA teams that are down there and are kind of those scary teams in that seven, eight speed spot. We're thinking they're going to be the seven seed. So I think you're going to get to dodge them in the first round. And that's a huge help. You should easily get out of the first round with whoever you get matched up with. Even and there's it. no clear overpowering team in your conference. You don't have to deal with the Celtics or the Bucks till you get to the finals. And, you know, the Suns are dominant, but we haven't seen that yet. And it's not that just clear dominance that we've already seen from Celtics Bucks. Didn't even mention championship shooting guard Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah. As a, now, as he's a one of those other good guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> have a kind of a baby PJ Tucker and Bruce Brown who does. Slightly yeah, different much, things, much smaller, yeah. but yeah, he 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 definitely yeah. tries his ass off, man. You know, I love it. Aaron Gordon fits that role perfectly that he's in. Yeah, I he feel does. like there's pressure on that gets championship or bust for the Nuggets. Like you got the three yeah, potentially you at least, should at least get get there to the finals. yeah. You got to get there at, at least, honestly. That's the, yeah, that's the way I see it. I think they got to make the final. If they make the finals, it's a successful season. I I'm not gonna like. Of course, they want to win it, but I'm not going to say like, "Oh, they're failures if they lose to the Celtics or Bucks." Yeah. All right. So for my team, you all know who it is? Rockets. Not playing. No, I don't. Is it Clippers <laughs> or Sixers? <laughs> oh man, damn! I didn't even. Shoot, I got to say man. both then. So, but you know, more so the James Harden. I mean, my finals case is simple. If they're healthy and Joel Embiid is dominant, James Harden is efficient and, aggress- and aggressive. Those are the two main things. And then if Maxi could be a consistent spark, 
that's another thing because if you're locked in on Harden and and B, then Maxi will have more than enough opportunity to do what he he can drop twenty five to thirty. Yeah. I think pretty easily. Like he can do that quickly. Like he'll do it fast. Yeah, he Damn, will. like this man scoring this much. And then we just need guys like Tucker and Niang and Tobias Harris to hit shots and just move your feet on defense. That's it. It's that's the only way it's gonna happen is if health and every and basically everything is going right. So you like their chances in the East versus the Clippers over in the West? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Clippers are better coached. Like I they, think your only odds of the Sixers getting out of the East are Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Giannis Antetokounmpo getting injured. That or Embiid averages forty in the playoffs. He can though. Even man. then, I still don't think they have enough out there. I just don't think they keep up with those other teams. They, I just feel like for Embiid and them, they have to get to the conference finals at the minimum. If it's not, it's gonna be real bad if they don't make the. Yeah. What's their path again? to the conference finals? Who do they have to play? Beat the they'll beat the Nets. They gotta play the Nets. Yeah, and I think then, they got the six or the Celtics second round, right? Yeah, as of right now, yeah. Third. Yeah, they're gonna have to beat Celtics or Bucks, I guess. But yeah, I guess you know, Celtics. I don't know. That's I don't even clearing, know. Bro. I don't know if they mm. think they can beat them. Yeah, and beat talking about they kick our ass every time. It's not even a rivalry. They finally beat them this past weekend, but yeah. even then, it went down to the wire. They didn't even have Jalen Brown playing. Like, I'm, I'm, I know Celtics fans were watching that game and were like, "We'll be all right." Even though we lost, we'll be all right. Yeah. I was watching too, and I was just like, "Man, this guy Derek White just comes to play, bro." Nah, he's he's, he's very good. He's a very good. NBA but Harden player. was good yesterday. Harden, PJ Tucker too. Oh, yeah, bro! Oh my lord! I was hype as hell, man. That man was hesitating on that corner. Yeah, thing. he was like, it. "All right, <laughs> just do that. That's all I need." Probably got his. Season. It was the Lakers' case. Los Angeles Lakers, man, my Lakers. We're playing, you know, it's ignore the score going on now. But as of the trade deadline, we got, you know, best defense in the league with the new look, new look Lakers. Uh got Russell Westbrook out and he's thriving with the with the Clippers. So shout out to Russell Westbrook. Just wasn't a fit, but we got to bring in a player who fit our system better in D'Angelo Russell. Um, Jared Vanderbilt, he's just a winning player. He's a guy any championship team would love to have, just that defensive stopper. He's hustling every play. You just see his defensive IQ when you watch him play. Austin Reeves is just say what you want about like how he gets lucky with calls. The guy just knows how to play ball. He knows his positions really well. Really uh, nice uh, three ball he got on him. His true shooting percentage is pretty solid. Um, one of the best in the league, actually. He was better than solid. And I mean, just I, I don't have to speak on LeBron James resume, what he's capable of doing in the playoffs. One of, if not the greatest playoff performer we've ever seen, best of our generation. He He's he's LeBron James. I don't need to speak on him. But the guy who it, it dictates everything is going to be Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis is playing at the form he's been playing past couple weeks and how he was early on the season, it, it's not too many people in the entire NBA that can step on the court and match what he does. I'll say that much. Absolutely. It'll sure. be it's up to him though, man. Like this guy when he's locked in is a top arguably top three, honestly. Yeah, no. I was gonna say five, but you're like when when he is on his shit, 
I'm telling you, there's not many players that can step See, with him. It's it, really and that's not. the frustrating part. Like, it, no, they, you're not wrong at all. That is frustrating because I I see what he's capable of. I know he has that in him. And it's like, man, if you just had Giannis's motor, his mentality, there's no reason why you can't be as good as him. There's no reason. Yeah, he, and Anthony Davis is right in the middle of his prime. Like, he has been minimum three years left of a prime AD. Like, it's in there somewhere. Just he has to extract it. And everyone on the Lakers, the fans, the team, I'm sure they're all trying to get that out of him consistently. Just that 2020 year was different, man. Yeah. That that team was different. You imagine you imagine playing with LeBron James and not being motivated every day when you go to play basketball? Like, that's insane. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. But, man, I love it when this it guy's is. on because, like, I was at the Rockets-Lakers game just this past Sunday and just first or second possession. He took it down. Like, he got Shangun. He's a very nice player. He's He's a baby. Bully him, yeah. forty-two on his head, easy, like effortless, like it was very easy for him. He was barely sweating at the end of the game. That's how he's supposed to play, but it, you know that was the Rockets. No, but that, but I've seen, but I've seen him go against centers that equally can't mess with him against Yusuf Nurkic, but he got fourteen points. Like that, that's just the kind of player we're dealing with. So. If you know, just mindset. Now, now it's playoff time. It's all that BS. Like, okay, it's a Tuesday night against the Detroit Pistons. I'm not really okay. Well, it's a Friday night. You're going to get. It's the playing game. You play like shit. We're going home. So lock in. So let's lock in. Yeah, just definitely just some mindset thing. Man, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. He he draws Jaron Jackson Jr. in the first round, which. Oh, he's out of there in 24 minutes. That's yeah, what I was about ball. to say. Like, he might foul out quick if AD's <laughs> on his game. Oh, I was going to say my analogy is always with the fuel, type of fuel players putting oh, their yeah, bodies. That's a good one. That's a good one. And he puts, what is what is it? It's unleaded. Uh, mid- premium. Premium and then supreme. I always get the cheapest one. I always. Get I know me too. I but like, there's the cheapest one. I thought it was mid. Yeah, I'm like, which number is lowest? Okay, that's, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> he, you know, player NBA player is supposed to run on the highest one, and he puts like the middle one. Yeah, yeah. Eighty nine. That's it, right? Yeah. So some nights he'll put the the premium one in there, yeah. but we need it every night. Playoff time, so we got to tee up. All right. So I didn't really have a take of the week. So I guess if anyone has a trip, I mean, I have one trivia that we could do. Yeah, because I did not. It was very busy. Didn't someone have one from last week that we didn't do or something like that? I I had like, I gathered some 2K statistics from last week. I Talk don't know to if that's us, something we want to do. Yeah. Hey, I've been waiting. I, I want to get tested. I Y'all know how. Somebody tested me on something. Like, I feel like I'm, I, I've am i been testing y'all recently and. See what I can. I've been getting called a casual and stuff. <laughs> I don't, you know how the, people say that in the comments. I, you know, how you can reply to TikTok a comment with a video. Yeah, I almost came back in here when I had all the games on because they were like, "You don't watch basketball," and I was just gonna be like, "So I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I got three games on." Yeah, so. Right, you gotta let stop letting that shit get to you. Man. It's just so much of it, dude. It, but you know. But no, you, you I don't need them need, to know. You don't know. You don't though. You but don't. Then, you, you know what? They're probably just gonna say you like, "You don't need random person in Wyoming to know <laughs> that you watch basketball." You don't need it. I know it's it, it's nice to have that. Ah, see, gotcha, idiot. I mean, but 
Yeah. Okay, now he's probably just not even gonna reply. <laughs> or he'll be like, "Well, you don't know how to watch basketball." Probably, but at that point, he's just trying to win an argument. And yeah. All right. So I, while you're doing that, I'll come up with one. I mean, let me test Adam on this one. So I'm gonna name you all the teams this guy's played for, and you just gotta tell me who the player is. So. Are you testing me because it would just be obvious for Jason? Is that why it is? Well, he's focusing on getting one of his own. So I'm gonna I, just I was going to say, do you want me to do what I was doing true. a few weeks ago with the starters, but I can pick like a really bad team? That could be fun. <clears throat> oh, no. With the starters? Yeah, yeah, for the 2010s. Yeah. Like oh, oh. No, those are fun. Yeah. Those are definitely fun. Okay, yeah. I, I could do I got like the whole list here, Maybe so I can, do, I can okay, do a couple a of those. Team, but... All right, so yeah, I have the stats pulled up. So go ahead and explain what you're doing. We yeah, might have some new viewers, first. okay? You know, so uh, I'm just gonna name a team, and this is based on the 2010s, and I'm just gonna go position by position, and you're gonna, I'm gonna give out the number of games this player has started, and you got to guess the player which whoever has started the most games at said at said position for said team. So, with Rudy, I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him the Phoenix Suns. Okay, very Damn, bad that one team is in the 2010. Hard as hell. You want you want to be tested? So yeah, I want to be tested. We got him the yeah. Phoenix Suns starting 221 games at point guard. Who is it? And this is 2010s. 2010s. Point guard in the 2010s. I don't think it was Nash because he was gone pretty early in that decade. So it's got to be either Goran Dragic or someone else. I'm going to say Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic is incorrect. Let me guess one more. All right. All right. Is it Brandon Knight? Brandon Knight is incorrect. Correct answer is Eric Bledsoe. I know he played, but I didn't think of him. Didn't think of him. Yeah, right. I didn't think of him at all. Starting at shooting guard for 317 games. It's Devin Booker. Devin Booker is correct. It's easy. Starting at small forward, 286 games. Bro. Man, you should have gave this one to Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's just the 2010s, right? Yeah. yeah. Small forward for the Suns in 2010. They had so many, bro. 286. Is it PJ Tucker? PJ Tucker is correct. All right. All right. Wow. Starting. Uh, sorry. Uh, starting 205 games at Power Forward slash Center. Power Forward slash Center. Is that Marcin Gortat? Marcin Gortat is incorrect. Give you one more guess. Power forward slash center for the Suns. It's not Scola. It's not. He's on the Suns? Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't, where did he, is that where he went after? I feel like I only have memory of him in the Rockets. Went to the Suns and he played for the Raptors and the Nets. Wow. Man. I don't know, bro. Is it uh what's his name? It was more recent. Uh I can't I even remember guess, dude's but name. It could be terrible. It's the guy that has the 
I don't remember him by that. I don't know. I don't know. I want to hear Adam's guess. It's not Stoudemire, is it? Nope. Is no, it too late he, for him? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's too late for him. Uh, one more. I'll give you hint. Could give it away. Sniper. Sniper. He's a sniper. If you watched him, he was a sniper. You couldn't leave him open. He's a sniper. Stretch four. Bro, who the fuck? And I told you're going, someone, you're going, you're going to be mad. I told thing. someone recently I'll watch Suns. I used to watch the Suns. Does he have any credentials, like all star appearance or anything? I don't think so, honestly. Sniper for the Suns in the <laughs> you 2010s? would have to be watching to like no, but you know, like if you watch like oh yeah, nah, he was a sniper. Channing Fry. Channing Fry is correct. Ah. Channing Fry is correct. Never yeah. would have guessed that. I just oh, didn't think he played. He was, he was on the 2016 Cavs, so he is an NBA champion. Okay, I just didn't remember him playing that long <laughs> for them. No, I mean, and sniper, Channing Fry. I mean, yes, yeah, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, who's the center? Center started 152 games. That is not a lot. Is it DeAndre Ayton? DeAndre Ayton is incorrect. It's got to be Gortat then. Gortat is incorrect. Adam, you got a guess? This guy used the ball as guesses. Not at all. We have discussed um, him very recently. His name was brought up in a recent podcast. Oh, I know who it is. No, I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have one? How did you, how did you know and then not know? I don't know. Give up, Rudy. I was going to say Tyson Chandler, but I don't think it's him. Tyson Chandler's correct. It is? Oh, okay. Oh, right. there you go. I about forgot he was on the Suns. So you got one for Adam now? Yeah, I give him oh, for Adam. No. Give him a big name team. Going with the New York Knicks. Knickerbockers. Oh, this still could be ugly. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'll be really impressed if you get this backcourt correct. I ain't going to lie. The, so, the point guard sounds tough. Yeah. <laughs> Point guards, really point guards tough. starting 187 games. 187 games. I can't even at them. Like, I think I know it. Raymond Felton? Raymond Felton is correct. Good pull. Good shit, man. Great pull. Was that your guess, Rudy? Yeah. All right. It wasn't my guess. I knew it. Hornet oh. legend. <laughs> All right, starting at shooting guard for even less at 162 games. Oh, no. Pretty well-known player, I would say. I guess he was a Bobcat legend, not a Hornet legend. <laughs> um, pretty well-known player, shooting guard. Only like 100 games, though. J.R. Smith? No, J.R. Smith was primarily a six-man over there. That's okay. That's true. I know who it is. <clears throat> I think... This one, I think. I'm not that confident. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. You got a guess, Rudy? Mon Shumpert? Mon Shumpert is correct. Uh, we need a Red Bull sponsorship, man. I drink oh, yeah, it. they're going to get that to us. Man. I drink it every episode. <laughs> All right, starting at small forward for 412 games. Carmelo? Carmelo Anthony is correct. Yes. And at power forward slash center, starting 185 games. Power forward slash center. That's an interesting one. 
feel like that one's. I feel like it should be easy. Yeah, I was gonna it say seems that. like I know there's like a notable power forward for the Knicks, but I just can't think of who it is at the moment. Yeah, it's very pretty notable. <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro, that's funny. I was gonna. Why am I blinking? I was gonna this? test him on that dude. I think who it is. Power forward slash center. I mean, you can tell me. Is that him? I mean, you might have a guess. You don't got it, so you're going to have to have a guess. Power right, forward slash center. Come on, Adam. This is, this is, y'all are going to be Christophs. Christophs Porzingis is correct. You're wrong. Oh. There we go. Okay. <laughs> he showed me Stoddard. <laughs> it just clicked in my head. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. He was there for five years? Huh? Well, I guess he was injured. Then, he, was, he was hurt a lot. You know? He was injured That's when he started getting hurt a lot. All right, starting center for 183 games. Is it a guy we already said with the last team? <laughs> Tyson Chandler? Tyson Chandler's correct. <laughs> that's, that's a good one, all right? terrible. That uh, was good. You got them all, I didn't you? Or you didn't, yeah, you didn't get Shumpert. Yeah. yeah. That, one, that's, that should have been easy. I don't know why I thought JR instead. Yeah, it makes sense. I get it. <clears throat> I'm gonna test your knowledge, All right. and then we'll close off with that. Cool, cool. What would I type in? Most games played. How do you look it up? Um, I got the picture right. Probably here got to sure. memorize, man. Yeah, you can just like. <clears throat> you have it for every team. Yeah, yeah. Like I have a whole picture. You can just like zoom in, whoever. Oh, okay. That's smart. Did Did you look at it already? I don't know every single team down there. No, there's like every team. All right, so let's do oh, yeah. the... Ask him the Lakers. See how that goes. All right, he he gave me the Lakers, didn't he? Yeah. Man, where's the team on the line? Five for five. Give him the uh, I'm, Washington Wizards. I don't know. Uh, that might not actually be that hard. I wanted to do the Toronto Raptors if I can fucking find them. Should be there. I'm trying to get every team in there. I do not see them. It's in like alphabetical, is it not? This is it just not included. Alphabetical. Oh, there it is. Okay. So for the twenty tens, most game for the Toronto Raptors, most games played at point guard, five hundred thirty nine games. Kyle Lowry. It's easy. At shooting guard, five hundred ninety eight yeah. games. Demar Derozan. Okay. Also easy. Small forward, hundred thirty six games. PJ Tucker. Nope. Well known, kind of not really. I would say so. You said how many games? Hundred what? Hundred thirty-six. Hundred thirty-six. Yeah, that's not many. Two seasons. Less. Yeah. Ish. I guess it's the twenty tens. People are actually playing eighty yeah. games at a time. That's less than two full seasons. Um. I know I'm right. Yeah, you know. Okay. Small forward, a hundred some games. Ah, uh, who was who was LeBron bodying in all those series? I say this. I thought it was somebody else. Oh. Who it isn't? Norman Powell. It's the only one. Nope. I don't got it. No. Took two guesses. You got it, Adam. He was a two guard. No, I don't at all. So personally, I thought it was Rudy Gay, mm-hmm. but it's OJ Anunoby. I was thinking him. I thought really? he was way too late. I literally, yeah, like, I was I like, thought I, I thought too. OG, I'm like, nah, he's too yeah. late. But two, it's 136 games. Yeah. 2020. 
Okay, what about power forward? 279 game. Siakam. It's an easy one. No? It's not Siakam. I got it if he doesn't. <clears throat> got it? Oh, what? Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> 270 what? 279. I may be overconfident, but I think I have it. 279. He's. <clears throat> oh, man. What's going on? I would classify this guy as. <clears throat> well known. Nah. No? Oh, okay, then maybe it isn't who I think it is. You said Loki Obama? Yeah, Whoa, a, okay. Yeah, no, it's not like Adam was very confident. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Loki Obama at the power forward position. And you are, you're standing on that. He's Loki Obama. Like, I mean, in, in who the fuck like, is ever going to bring his name up other than what we're doing how now? Many, how many games? How many? 279. Oh, I had a name that I don't know if he started that many games, though, but he was a four for the Raptors. Just say it. Patrick Patterson? Nah. Damn. I don't get it. Is it Serge Ibaka? No. Nah, that was too many. He did. Yeah, he he's only got like. Yeah, so it definitely is a bum, bro. Who is it? You guys started twice? Uh, yeah, because yeah, I said um, somebody else and I said Patterson. It's Amir Johnson. Wow. Yeah, no, I definitely. Is he a bum? Not at all. Just about. <laughs> okay, and what about a center? 444 games. All right, this one stumped you. Who's their big man all those years? Bro, are you kidding me, right? Valanciunas? Yeah. Okay. Damn. I thought we got time for yeah. one more. I want to redeem one myself. More? I want to get them all. One Adam more. can help me out. We can do it together. All right, let me get you one more. Let's go with... <clears throat> there's some hard, like, there's some, most of those are kind of hard. That's why you're so confident. You just saw the answers. No, I, I didn't look like that. <laughs> um, let's go. Timberwolves. I feel like that could don't, be really don't hard. do them because I I saw that one. Okay. Let's go with. Would Bulls be hard? I feel like I, I'm really. I feel like this is hoeing you because I feel like there's a position. There's <clears throat> no way you're gonna get. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We're gonna go with the team that just ended their playoff drought. We're going with the Sacramento Kings. Okay, let's do it. All right. Point guard starting 190 games. It's got to be De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is correct. <clears throat> At the shooting guard position, 216 games. Tariq Evans? Incorrect. No? Is it Buddy Hield? Incorrect. Sacramento. Shooting guard, that's... Is that the position that you thought I exist. wouldn't get? No, that's <laughs> not... I mean, to be fair, that one is also like, uh, you know, but I mean. Oh, he, I know who it is. Adam, you got a guess? Not really, no. Ben McLemore? Ben McLemore is correct. I I'm going to just edit out the part where I missed it the first couple times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the small forward position, 222 games. <clears throat> Think I have it? Got to be Harrison Barnes. Correct. Yeah. Oh, no, no. That was my guess. Is it Rudy Gay? Rudy Gay is correct. All right. Well, there you go. All right. At the power forward position, starting 291 games. That's the position you thought That's, I wouldn't get? Yeah. I, I got to say, uh, I couldn't tell you a thing about this player. I have no memory of this player. Deadass. Oh, no. 
So I feel like center is going to be obvious. I hope at least, but you don't remember him playing for any other teams. Look it up, because <laughs> man, no, I really don't like that. I'm not. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. No, nothing for this guy. I like his name. I have I no guesses at all. Right now. Uh, like I said, I will be like thoroughly impressed if you get this. Man, it makes me want to get it's, it. It's the mo- It's the highest number on the list. I'm pretty sure. Or no, no, I didn't see the bottom one, but yeah, second highest. I'm trying to think. Like, I- it's not bad. Obviously, yeah. This dude, nah, I'm like, bum. A bum? <laughs> I mean, like Amir Johnson is Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, why can't I think oh, right God. now? Man, I don't know. Stumped you? I I I keep picturing them. I know the next name, but I Adam. Yeah. I have no guesses, Adam. Adam going on nothing. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> There's no chance, man. I I had Bagley, and that's about it. But I know it's not him because did did they draft nobody. him? You'd have to look it up. That's one. Yeah, that's not a chance, man. Uh, yes, lottery pick. Thomas Robinson. Those, so. Incorrect. Correct answer is Jason Thompson. Bro, I remember him. Bro, number fourteen. Is that his number? Uh, no. Uh, he was kind of <laughs> solid though. I remember on two K, he was kind of solid. No, nah, I don't like. I don't remember. Him I now that you say it, I remember. Made up name. <laughs> that's a two K generated player. That's bro. a made up. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's, that's one of the ones they fill out the legend rosters with. But to be fair, no <laughs> one outside of Kings fans is probably getting that. Yeah, no, that's why I specifically no. picked that one. I'm like, I don't think you can get that one. All right, and that center starting 448 games. The Marcus Cousins. Boogie. Boogie. Correct. All right, yeah, that's Easy. gonna do it, man, for this episode. Uh, if you're a new viewer I know last time I thought we were going to get some more views We had like no views on that episode Which one? It was the one with Dells You're talking about the last one we did? We got decent views on the last one No, and the one oh, before that A couple episodes before that oh. Hey, still going? Oh, stay. Yeah, no it is, it is But we appreciate it, yeah We had Joel on the show Shout to Joel So, uh, and hopefully that's not the last time You know, hopefully we can have him on again You're dope But uh, yeah any closing thoughts? That's it. Happy 100 episodes. Here's two. 100 more. 100 God, more. God willing. Possibly. We'll see. Gosh. But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Shout out to Julio. He deserves his credit too. He's been holding down. Yes. Just a little busy. Busy man. Busy man. And uh, shout out to Ivan too. He was here for a minute. You know, show love. He was part of the episode. Ivan Deep Show Legend. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you, Adam. Alumni, Appreciate you, Jason. Yeah. yeah. For you That's guys. crazy. Like, LaMelo Ball is going to have an MVP before we have 200. Like, uh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put no money on that now. All right. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. That's going to do it, guys. See y'all see next time. Later.